Who doesn't like Mongo? <laughs> Mongo not gay. Mongo straight. Mongo does pawn a big game of life. Welcome to the Happy Valley Speak Easy podcast. You know, the podcast that doesn't matter. And doesn't die. For some reason we don't, do we? I come close. But I don't actually die. So what the hell's up? <laughs> Currently, my mother's indoctrinating my daughter onto bad English films, romantic films. Ugh. <laughs> yep. Well, I guess define bad English fi- classic. Uh, what what well, films specifically are you talking about? Uh, Enchanted April or Enchanted Love or something like that. So, okay, never mind. I like I knew what, you, what the, the titles would be. You're right. Unless it's Pride and Prejudice or what's the other one that she always watched? Oh, uh, what are the Jane Eyre pieces? Yeah. <laughs> But it's that genre. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, very slow-moving Victorian. Yes. So the last couple of weeks, I've been primarily on the wagon to keep myself off of caffeine and carbonation. As you crack open a Diet Dr. Pepper right now. It's been a long week. Has it? <laughs> well, so, right, so are we up to one or two liters per day? I did a, uh, 48 <laughs> ounce in the morning. Wow. Well, I had that all day, actually. So you, you've been nursing one all day long? <laughs> Man, if you were yeah. an alcoholic, dude, <laughs> you'd just be, hi, Happy Valley Speakeasy. There's a reason I don't drink. I am Scott Irish. <laughs> Guarantee I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> the fact I get addicted to Diet Dr. Pepper, I can see the, the, the doors opening. Yeah, well, don't ever get a drink from, uh, from In-N-Out since they have put meth in the bottom of it. Woohoo! Party! <laughs> well, just think how skinny you'll get. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, Happy Valley Speakeasy. You can find us at our Facebook page, Happy Valley Speakeasy, uh, happyvalleyspeakeasy.com, or you can listen to us on the iTunes or the Stitcher app. You can e- email us at podpeople at Happy Valley Speakeasy, or the soon to be new email, f- full fisted at Happy Valley Speakeasy. <laughs> full fisted? <laughs> <laughs> Did you clear this with Hiram? <laughs> well, I figured you know he's done the full fisted sign so many times. times it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't happen. Full, <laughs> verbal fisting at happyvalleyspeakeasy.com. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you guys on that one. I think I think verbal fisting works. <laughs> In the meantime, pod people works. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that'll stick with me. So you. last week I was dying, and it turns out that I had. A combination of really, uh, just a, a convergence of everything that could possibly go wrong with my lungs. You got cancer. Not quite. Though you said it, everything. <laughs> well. I'm a giver. Yeah, you are. You, you're always so optimistic when it comes to my health. <laughs> <laughs> you have butt cancer? Sweet. Um, <coughs> <coughs> so we had a fire. In the Grand Canyon, which was blowing its well, crap north of the Grand Canyon, blowing uh-huh. its crap towards us, we've had major dust storms. Uh, 
I end up getting a cold. I have asthma. I have uh, allergies. And I'm surrounded by farms, and right now all the farms are cutting and turning all of their, their straw and hay. All that combined at once. And it turns out that there's a good chance that I have bronchitis. Or, or they haven't decided between bronchitis and walking in pneumonia yet. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. I've had both. Didn't yeah. Like, didn't like either. I think I'd rather have the bronchitis. It'll, it'll clear up faster. <coughs> yeah. The bronchitis or the... No, bronchitis will clear up faster. Uh, there was one time um, back when I was running the theater, we had a, a local arts competition, that thing that goes on for a week, and the coordinator at the time really sucked as a coordinator. Oh, yeah? Her, her normal day-to-day gig was a special events coordinator for the mall. Oh, no. And so she wouldn't actually schedule things out correctly at all. You know, she wouldn't think about... Things like set up, like load in, and load tear out. Down. Yeah, load in, load out. Which means that we were there for minimum 18 hours every day for the whole week. Yuck. And I was feeling a little sick at the beginning of the week, ended up catching bronchitis because of it. <laughs> nice. And the Friday of, of, of the week, the gig that, that day was all the high school jazz bands, and then <laughs> culminating in the all state high school jazz band performing on stage, and they wanted it recorded. <laughs> That must have made you feel special. Well, I, I knew I wasn't going to make it in the morning. I, I mean, by the time I got to the doctor and knew what it was, and I was having these fears and stuff, so I had <coughs> one of my assistants um, running the hall during the day, and I told them that I would be there an hour before the state jazz band was to actually perform to set up the mics and do the sound check. Sure. And they had the stage for like two hours leading up to the gig. Well, the guy in charge was like freaking out that I'm not there to set it up, and, and I mean... To the point that he recommended later to me that I should fire the guy because he wasn't set up. I said, dude, I told you. I told you I'd be here an hour before. It's an hour before. We're setting up. Take a breath. Well, and this guy had done a lot of studio work. Right. But had never recorded anything live on a stage. Oh, okay. When, you, when you're in a studio, your room's dead. Yeah. And so you, you mic everything you want sound on. Right. When you're in a live environment, you want the sound of the environment. So you have solo mics and stuff like that, but you're primarily doing... Um, background mics that are picking up everything, including the audience, to get the whole ambient. Right, ambience when you're doing a full live, uh, especially event. especially with, with it with horns, you know, you, you right. don't, don't want to you, be you want, the, you want the reverberation of the off the walls. Yeah, and plus, I wasn't set up with a big multi-track unit. You know, I knew I could get a good recording, but we weren't doing that. Right, we weren't doing the studio <laughs> yeah, setup. No problem. Well, the guy starts freaking out. I don't have a mic on every instrument, and because I was sick and I just didn't want to deal with it, I had my assistant go and. We had these really, really crappy mics that have been there forever that whoever bought them didn't know anything about mics. <laughs> they were actually, I looked them up later, they were like 1984 interview mics. <laughs> you put that in a sound system and it's nothing but feedback. <laughs> and so yeah. I, ha- I had him go grab all our extra stands, all those extra mics, plug the worst cables we had, and just throw the ends of the cables off stage. Didn't even try to plug them in anything, just threw them off stage. Right. Because that way the guy sees a mic on the stage. And, and I ended up calling those my placebo mics. <laughs> so, yeah, you're definitely the the son of a of an of a movie maker. Yeah, I got a good recording with my really nice shotguns that were out on the edge of the stage, up on booms, twelve foot tall. You didn't tell them later, did you? Go, like, oh, hell no. <laughs> By the way, we didn't use any of those mics on stage. No, I'm not gonna rub it in. Oh, I would. Again, I w- you know I did the recording. I copied it off for him, and I went home and went back to bed because I was, I was burning 100-degree <laughs> oh, yeah. temperature. Yeah, it's fun. So woman gets the shock of her life as she's electrified while entering a pin code into a cash machine that emits nearly six times the voltage a human body can take. 
Nice. Yes, and this is an ATM built in China and run in China. <laughs> Speaking of China, I do have a China, a China story. Well, she, um, she left her bleeding with two broken nails and a numb arm. Ow. It must have blown her fingernails off? I, I, she probably, uh, probably got knocked unconscious. And oh. Hit. And the, 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 the uh, early investigation shows no reason at all why she got hit. <laughs> Random player. Or crappy manufacturing. But, we, you know, whatever. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, in Litsu, China, officials in southern China have seized thousands of bottles of alcohol that had Viagra as an added ingredient. Woohoo! Forget Coke, dude! <laughs> now, I'm thinking, that's actually a, that's a product I think men want to buy. I'm having myself some bubbly V. <laughs> bubbly V. <laughs> Schlitz V. <laughs> uh, you know, of all the things that, that China exports to the United States, that's a poison, you know, lead and everything. Why not send this? Because, I mean, they'll make money on this one. And they won't. Of course, they'll have to outlaw it in, in, in country because of that whole one child limitation. Nah. <laughs> uh, there's a new app out there. Uh, it's called Mile High. And it will connect plane passengers. There's even a direct messaging option. <laughs> and the picture on the article literally is this, like, 45 white business guy with a paper airplane. Just is really kind of creepy. <laughs> kind of? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, this is, the, this is the, the top story of the week. Sex with robots will be the norm within 50 years. <laughs> Experts claim because of the amount of the, the way people are disassociating themselves from other human contact, even while I, uh, basically the current, uh, it's not Gen X now, what is it, Gen Y, Gen Z? Gen boring. <laughs> it turns out that these, that generation, even while on dates or texting each other, they're not actually making contact and using their mouth. Oh, I, I told you five years ago, Michelle and I were on a, went, went out for dinner, and there's a young couple there at the restaurant that are each on a cell phone texting, looking down at the cell phone, making zero eye contact, making zero... They weren't talking to each other. We're pretty sure that they were texting each other. But if they weren't texting each other, what does that say about your date? Well, it turns out that, uh, what was that really retarded movie that came out a year ago with the, uh, well, it's vague. No, where the guy is falling in love with the, uh, the AI. Oh, I know. I never saw it, so I can't give you the name. I know, but uh, it turns out that that is, uh, that is a real possibility now that people will be, Buying robots for the purposes of having sex. Well, and there, there's a company that already makes super real, human realistic mannequins. Well, I know, but now adding robotics and AI to it? Yeah. Depends if you can turn off the bitch mode. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe, maybe it's Windows based, so it has to restart every 28 days. Well, no, that means you're halfway through it and it has to reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Just hope you don't get a voltage spike during the yeah, yeah, pray, that, pray it's not made. It's made in actually in <laughs> Silicon Valley instead of China. So, and along the same tones of what we're talking about, naked man eighty one arrested after performing sex act with a bush in his backyard. Now I gotta say, it was in his backyard. <laughs> 
He was a little out of it. Was the bush trimmed? <laughs> no, yeah, that's the first thought. Well, actually, the, the, the more I get in this report, the worse it gets. So the I na- don't think you can. So, of course, the neighbor, neighbor saw what happened. Right. Confronted the suspect. Right. The neighbor had filmed the footage to yeah, share first with of police. All, first of all, that neighbor should, should get arrested themselves. Or sell the tape? Yeah, both. You know why... Uh, what, you know why God uh, invented splinters, right? <laughs> to keep a uh, young 15-year-old from humping the knots in the boards? You know, with a little more practice, that would actually be a decent joke. <laughs> did you hear what, um, or what was the joke I got told today? Why did the amusement park operator cry? Why? Someone killed his family. Ouch. My, my boss spent an uh, afternoon with the, the scouts in his church, and they, <laughs> they were playing Monopoly, and between like every hand, everybody was on their phones looking up anti-jokes. Oh, nice. So we got some at work today. <laughs> Gravestone of one of Nazi Germany's most famous SS Panzer commanders who died in the battle for Normandy is stolen from the cemetery in France. Okay. Quite honestly, I don't know what to think or feel about this one. Um, I'm in the category of I don't care. Yeah, I mean, well, part of it is history. Part of it, he was a Nazi schlub. Well, SS, SS guys were a little bit more than just a Nazi schlub. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he did receive the Knight's Cross for gallantry from Adolf before he died. Nice. Credited with destroying 270 tanks and anti-tank guns. And was finally killed during the Battle for Normandy and buried in France. I regret to report that a very long-standing relationship in Hollywood is coming to an end. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy have announced their split. Kermit the Frog announced that he can't stand eating bacon? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> you walked into it. <laughs> I feel dirty. I feel very violated. Of course, that's not any more violated than the gay, the <laughs> the, gay website joke that I gave you 10, 15 years ago. So they actually made an official announcement that they're not a thing anymore? Yeah. <laughs> now, did Kermit announce it or did Piggy? ABC. <laughs> oh, so they had the publicist do it. Yes. A week after, after uh, Jen and... Jen and uh, whoever the they're separating. What? Who? What? Oh. Oh, Brad and... Not... not uh, ah, Matt Damon's buddy. Um, oh, uh, Affleck. Affleck. Affleck and Jennifer Garner announced that they're splitting ways. He's an idiot. Well, I could have told you that. <laughs> He's an idiot. Especially since it looks like it's because he got it on w- with the nanny. <laughs> well, it's, that would be a very good reason to be splitting ways. It's just a bad story. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's re- it's it's a bad Harlequin romance. As opposed to a good Harlequin romance. Okay, so remember two weeks ago when I told you that uh, people were flocking to go see uh, uh, I'm Caitlin? The, no. Uh, I'm Kate, whatever. No, you didn't. Okay, well, the very uh, very first episode had 1.3 million viewers. I hate you, America. Second week, less than half. Redemption for some. They're thinking they're going to have to cancel the series. Thank free. Goodness, <laughs> it's on E Entertainment. Married with Children's David Faustino says spinoff is in the cards. Eighteen years after the series finale, he's the uh, the douchebag kid, right? Yep. Um, <laughs> he actually, man, he's a 
He's less than a piece of work. Yeah, you figure that, but it says the whole cast, including Christina Applegate, is down to do little bits in it, and so it'd be mainly about him. Bud was not that great of a character. No, but no one else wants to do that as a full-time gig. (laughs) Well, Ed O'Neill is no way going back to doing that. Ed O'Neill's got got a good going gig. What what is he doing now? um, He's he's in um, oh Modern Family. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's a great comedy. Yeah. No, there's no way he's going back to do uh, Married with Children. Well, plus he, plus he's playing Married to Sophia. I mean, he's not going to no, leave that yeah. one from Married with Children. And I don't. <laughs> and I don't see. Uh, 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 what's Kate. her name? Kate, uh, yeah, uh, Seagal. Yeah, she's got her gig with um, with um, oh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, and that and you know not my my cup of tea, but it's still a good show. And Christina Applegate's been doing her movies. I mean, and, and she, uh, I think her last series got canceled, but I mean, they actually have careers. Yeah. yeah he's the <laughs> only one who actually literally did the, him and the, uh, the other neighbor across the street. Those guys never had careers after or before. <laughs> actually, I think one of them did before. But, you know, you, you really saw Bud going into, like, soft corn porn. <laughs> At least you were hoping. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not my thing. <laughs> so um, be careful of what you're shooting at because a Texas man shoots an armadillo and gets hit in the face by his ricocheted bullet. <laughs> I read about that one. <laughs> you go, boy. <laughs> the idea of shooting a, uh, an armadillo with a 38 revolver, I don't think <laughs> I would use a 38 if I'm going to go after an armadillo. No, I'm using a, a 45. Or at least a two seventy rifle, man. <laughs> yeah, because when you're far back enough that it won't ricochet and hit you in the head. Well, try and hit it in the neck. Yeah, Use a sure. scope, dude. <laughs> so um, every now and then you see articles that make that anybody reading it goes, well, duh. <laughs> and here's one I saw. Lingerie poll reveals men prefer push-up styles and skimpy thongs on women. Well, duh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and? Apparently, that was uh, written as a surprise by uh, a metrosexual man. Or by the woman's at Nag. <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to love this one. Yeah. Bono from YouTube displays new copper-tinted blocks as he joins Yoko Ono at unveiling a tapestry honoring John Lennon. Mm. The advantage to it, though was that Bono didn't actually have to perform with Yoko. Okay. (laughs) Now, I'll give you a tapestry. We'll call it good. (laughs) Do not pick up the instrument. Stay where you are. Don't walk over. No, stay. Speaking speaking of Irish, um, Irish mom wakes up blind one morning because she had been drinking far too much Red Bull. Red Bull made her go blind? Yes. Interesting. (laughs) According to the National Eye Institute, uh, neurological disorder was caused by pressure around the brain, pinching off the, ner- the retinal nerves to the eye because of too much Red Bull. <laughs> and you know, the took fact her- that, that she was laying there shaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was at a, wow, 28 can per day habit. Lady, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I mean, did you sleep at all? 
Oh, on the, and on the weekends, you just mix a little meth with it? What the hell? No. She's too big for you drinking meth with it, man. <laughs> this chick is big. Mama June is on the <laughs> juice. <laughs> Yuck. Come here, sugar bear. Police guard NFL boss's New England mansion over fears he is a target for furious Patriots <laughs> fans after Tom Brady deflate gate ban is upheld. <laughs> oh, well. That's for you. For me. <laughs> <coughs> First of all, I really think that uh, <laughs> it just, it so doesn't matter. Well, that's a, I, I, I couldn't <coughs> give a rat's ass. <coughs> Every team cheats. It's just that they happen to get caught on a playoff game. Yeah. That's it. Seriously. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. they don't cheat any more than the Raiders do. <laughs> Come on. No one cheats more than the Raiders do. Uh, Tampa Bay might. So I found this uh, list of uh, it's an account of the worst messages women have received from prospective dates on the, the app Tinder. <laughs> hey there. A little about me. My grandparents were second cousins. Probably. I'm not missing any limbs, but it's okay if you are. And uh, I, I've only collected two tears in prison. If I sound like a catch, message me. <laughs> Was that guy sober? <laughs> Next one. Uh, yogurt, cereal, soup, Sydney from Tinder. These are all things I want on my spoon. To which she replies, did you copy and paste that from a conversation you had with a girl named Sydney and forgot to change the name? Because oh, it doesn't list her name. He goes, huh, well, this is awkward. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, this next one's just—it's a whole—it's—it's it's a bunch of quick uh, messages that the lady never responds to. Right. Want to bang and watch a movie? Let me be the Jamie to your Cersei. Ah. The Ned to your Caitlin. The Tyrion to your Shay. The John to your to your Grit. The Cow to our Daniers. The Joffy to your Sansa. The John to your Liza. The Stannis Liza. to Liza. The Stannis to your Mel- Melisandre. Jeez. Oh, it's just, just doing a lot of them doesn't make your, it any better. Your douche to your bag. <laughs> oh, this one's a horrible pickup line. Oh yeah. If you were a triangle, you'd be in a, You would be a cute one. Uh, Ugh. Well, if you're a math major, you might get a little funny out of that one. You'll have to ask Martin. I bet you love this. I bet you love strong, dominant, take charge men. Question mark. Smiley face. Response, not the type who use smiley faces. <laughs> <laughs> An event that we, do, uh, that we ever do meet up, I figured I'd let you know ahead of time that I'm a grower, not a shower. That's something you really don't text to somebody. Especially when you're trying to get the date. That's just pretty much a guarantee you're not going to get it. <laughs> what would you do with me if we were both covered in honey, blindfolded, and slightly drugged? Feed you to a bear? That is so sexual. Hey, that's how I roll. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's getting slammed and has no clue. Feed you to a... Uh. First of all, why would you have her slightly drugged? <laughs> it's not, Apparently, Bill Cosby is on Tinder. I must be. Oh, here's another horrible one. Damn, girl, are you my appendix? Because I don't understand how you work, but th- this feeling in my stomach is making me want to take you out. 
response? Wow. Awful. Are you saying I could kill you because you'd be dead before you take me out? (laughs) (laughs) That is a great response. Yes, it is. Bravo, young lady. Bravo. Throw you on the bed. Change positions? Response, why would we change positions if we just got on the bed? You know who... You know, you know who likes to do it the same way the entire t- time? You're not very smart, are you? <laughs> oh, the, the last one. Again, this is, guys, this is not the way to get a date. How about actually going up to the girl and face-to-face? Well, Tinder is... You know, I understand what Tinder but, is, but, but I'm just saying, Tinder's for those guys who live in basements of their mom's house. Pretty much. Which means you actually need to go outside so you can get a little bit of a tan. Even a little bit of a sunburn, you're okay. Because then they realize that you actually go outside. Well, even a little bit of sunburn this time of year, they think you went to the beach. Yeah. Wintertime, they think that you went skiing. They think you did something with you your mean, life. You mean anything. <laughs> so this last one. So what is your approximate net worth? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Love by bank accounts, man. <laughs> yes. So, uh, cable network to live first live exorcism in a house that uh, insp- that inspired the uh, the nineteen seventy three uh, horror. Um, well, sorry, why they would do it live is if they had that connection to the Exorcist movie. And uh, trying to, I don't remember. I guess it must be be in uh, in the UK because it's not going to be aired on an American uh, network that I can find. Wow, a crappy show so bad America won't shot. Won't <laughs> shot. That's surprising. Yeah, I just well, I, it struck me as odd um, because usually exorcisms are not really well known within. I mean, just within within any religion. Yeah, they're just not re- generally performed. Well, pretty much the only one I know that, that do perform them is the Catholics. And that's, and I quote, extremely rare and extreme cases. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, as much as I love Harbell, he always had uh, <laughs> Father Mountain, uh, Martin Lo- Malachi on. Love Martin Malachi. I who would always of- talk about exorcisms and all the ones that he did all, it's like, it says as if he did it all the time. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it turns well, out. Last week I was a little bored, so you know. Well, actually it turns out that he was the only one qualified for the northeastern quadrant of the United States. That makes sense. So, which is why he was always sent everywhere. Yeah. And that's actually because of how old buildings are. Apparently, that's where all the demons and ghosts hang out because they're old buildings. Yeah. You wonder why so much of America can't stand New Yorkers. <laughs> it's not just New Yorkers. <laughs> are you kidding? Philadelphia fans don't even like the Eagles. <laughs> Have you ever seen those guys? Those guys are insane, man. They boo their own team. Have you seen them play? Yeah, I have, but it doesn't matter. I mean, they—it's the only one where I've actually ever seen the fans arrive to the game angry. Well, there is that. Mets player infielder William Flores breaks out in tears during a game after being told he was traded, but it was all mix-up sparked by Twitter. <laughs> so he's reading a, tw- a Twitter feed in the middle of the game. Says. By the way, you're being traded. Pretty much. Oh, dude, that would suck. In the deal, the, the in the in the end, however, the deal that would have sent Flores and teammate Zach Wheeler to the Milwaukee Brewers in exchange for Carlos Gomez, a 29 year old 
two-time all-star, fill apart, and the T-Reds uh, shortstop got to stay in the Big Apple after all. And my sweetheart story of the week. So, well, you know, I'm being told, like, if you're an athlete over Twitter that you're being traded is a lot like being in high school and being dumped by your girl over Twitter. Or Facebook or whatever. Kind of classless. <laughs> classless. I got dumped on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> How to break up with your boyfriend. Uh, First, call him out in front of everybody on social media. Um, Apple is imploding. Duh. <laughs> they shredded $113 billion of net worth over the last uh, three months. This stock's going down. It's, it's not just going down. It's plummeting. Yep. Well, the danger is uh, there's a danger of having a, 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 a waterfall effect on the overall uh, stock prices across America. Yes and no, um, because Apple's been slowly laying off people because the iWatch is failing big time. Bombing. Well, nobody wants a $400 watch that looks like crap. And, well, Samsung did something right. Came they, out with it early for, earlier for half the price? And it's actually a phone. Apple's is not. Apple's, yeah, you actually have to Wi-Fi or actually Bluetooth <laughs> connect to your iPhone nice. in order for it to work as your phone. Nice. So, and so if you have it and you don't have your phone on you, it's a useless instrument because you can't even use your apps <laughs> that, or that are internet dependent. Which is pretty much all of them. Which is pretty much all of them. The other problem that they're running into is that all of the new... Uh, all of the new apps for i for iOS now also have to be iWatch compatible. Well, I I know on my my developer feeds they're always begging us to convert over our existing apps to work on the iPhone. And anybody no, who not ha- on the you know iWatch or iWatch and anybody who has an existing app the the response is why there's no market. Yeah, there's no. Well, that's the thing is. Developers are reluctant to develop for it. Don't waste some, the because time no, money. Because the reason of nobody's buying this product. Get your but on, they, on but Apple needs them to have content in order to be able to sell the product. Yep. They really didn't think this one out very well. Duh. Well, and the other thing is they were depending on the same explosive sales that they had on the, on the iPad. Well, there's a reason why everybody is very comfortable with an iPad. And it's something that no one's really thought about. The reason why everyone is so loving and, and any pad handheld device, whether it's Samsung, you know, whether it's an Android or an Apple or, or the um, uh, Windows version, the reason why everyone's so happy with it is they've been waiting for it forever, ever since they saw Star Trek. Yep. It's been, you know, and Star Wars had those digital pads that had information on them. They've been seeing these sci-fi things for 50 years. Well, and then on top of that, you're expecting me to pay the same price that I paid for my iPad for a watch that has no... Has no discernible no, no, no real, Well, no real estate to do anything on an app. And not just no real estate, but at least on an iPad, if you had to go and email something, you can. Yep. You have to go and make, uh, do a quick uh, spreadsheet. You can. How the hell are you going to do that on a, on a watch? <laughs> An iPad actually is a useful business tool. Mm, not as much as they, they, they force they were, it to be. Well, they're hoping it would be better. But there are actually uses in business for it, especially if you're going to do present, you know, 
quick local presentation. Yeah. It's perfect for that. Yeah. Especially with the straight connects to the small projectors. And just, but a watch that has fancy gizmos and gadgets is about as exciting as when you really got the original Pac-Man on your watch back in the 80s. Or your, your Star Wars watch. <laughs> that, the alarm was uh, the Star Wars theme. Yeah. That was great. And you had it lost in the car, so like every time you were driving somewhere long distance. And you just see Dad's neck bang. <laughs> start to burst and you hear this. Because it, it was the single... It was a single bit burst, and it was like really high pitched. Well, yeah, because it was it was just a little watch on you know one of those little oh, pieces. It was so funny. <laughs> Law and order director, a married father <laughs> of two, charged with child sex abuse for sharing lewd video online, video online of girls as young okay, as six. Okay. Where did you get this story from? Uh, the Daily Mail. Oh, really? Because I thought I, I gave you this one. No, I, we talked about it. And my joke that goes along with it is obviously he never directed Law and Order SVU. Yeah, no, and it actually turns out he didn't. <laughs> no, it was obvious because he would have known better to try and do crap like that, man. <laughs> oh. See, let me get to the rest of these. What do I got here? That one is in. Uh, and as my usual, my computer is having social issues. Uh, let's see. Gone, gone Baby Gone actor Sean Malone, age 54, has died 10 days after being found unconscious in the ocean off South Boston. <laughs> no, that one's not funny. That's just, you know, we always like to announce on, on performers and people yes. in the industry that have passed on. And, you know, really he didn't have, didn't have a whole lot of really big roles, other than, you know, a couple of small, a couple that came out, but. So when I say national evening news, what do you think of? Dan Rather. <laughs> Dan Rather. Well, before that, it was Walter Cronkite. Mm-hmm. Well, after uh, Dan Blather uh, destroyed himself, um, it was NBC News took over with... Uh, with uh, uh, Kirk? What? Was it Kirk? No, no, no. It was... Uh, oh, crap. I don't watch... New- He's the one that wrote on the, the, the Greatest Generation. Um, uh Anyway, uh, it was right before uh, Brian Williams. Okay. Uh, anyway, Brian Williams takes over. NBC News nosedives. And then, well, they already killed their credibility. It was guaranteed they're going to lose points no matter who they put in there. Well, no, Brian Williams was put in to try and save NBC News. Yeah, it's a losing battle. And then Brian Gate came out, uh-huh. and it plummeted even further. Until they put Lester Holt in. Now, it turns out that Lester Holt, for the last month and a half, when he finally took over permanent chair in NBC, is winning the, the nightly spot. No. Uh, the three guys that hold it, um, see, NBC's Lester Holt, uh, CBS's or, uh, Scott Pelley, and David Muir is ABC. Most people have no The thing is, the national evening news is a dying commodity. Well, yeah, because by the time you get the the evening news, you've already heard it on the radio or on the internet. Well, most people actually are now. Uh, that's the reason why print is dying. They read it on the internet. Yeah. Either on their way to getting up the first thing in the morning, or if they're on a commute, uh, on a train or something, or in a carpool, they're mm-hmm. reading it on the, online as they go. Or they sit down at their desk and the first half hour is reading their news. They do the same thing the first half hour. 
before they go home. They read the news. So by the time that uh, you get to the 6 o'clock news, you're looking for something else. You want to be entertained. You don't want to hear you know, this stiff guy or that stiff guy announce what's happened in the world because you've already heard it all day long. Yeah. Anyway, I just found it interesting that ABC or NBC is finally crawling out of the hole it dug for itself. In a market that's already dying. Well, it's re- I, they need to revamp the whole evening news concept yeah. with something else. And I, I don't know what that would be. Because as far as news goes, there's just been so much damage done there well, that no one trusts anymore. I mean, people are watching Megyn Kelly, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Uh, I know. Dad is a... Oh, it drives me nuts. I can't stand O'Reilly. Dad. Every night. <laughs> Good grief. Bill O'Reilly. Every, every, every <laughs> night. Yeah. Well, I'm stuck in the kitchen making dinner. <laughs> and he's deaf. <laughs> and I'm up against the brick wall. Daggers in the forehead. I'm about ready to fall on my own knife. I want to take, you know, in the chest up to the left. So uh, Hollywood has finally found a film that I think Michael Bay will do really, really well at. Michael. <laughs> what? Benghazi. Really? Benghazi gets Hollywood treatment. First images from Michael Bay movie of Libya terror attack. That left U.S. ambassador dead, which and which Hillary Clinton is desperate to forget. <laughs> October surprise. Can we say it? <laughs> Actually, you'll have, have to really get moving on if they can do, have it out that early uh, for next well, year. No, they, you could you could start filming right now and have it completely edited in six months. Except for all the explosions that you got to put in for Michael Bay. <laughs> That's true. Most gay porn stars are straight, and women earn way more than more money than men. Stars of adult film reveal industry secrets in controversial Reddit thread. Actually, I heard about something about uh, straight men doing gay things. There's a new trend out there: the bro job. <laughs> I, I unfortunately read something about that. <laughs> the bro job. Now. We're not gay. We're just sucking each other off. Isn't that kind of like the definition of being gay? No, I think that's the definition of in a pinch. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know? I'm not gay. I just thought I'd lay. Let's see. Um, some, most, uh, some more of the stuff here on it. Um, producers wanted to explain that most actresses do fake their orgasms on, on camera. Well, of course they do. Hate to, hate to break the bubble there. What makes you think that's going to be any different at home? The women are faking it most of the time. We would try to cast couples or friends who are already intimate with each other. Uh, other users reveal that it's not just women who fake it, and that producers are often on hand with props to help men recreate a realistic climax. Which we go back to the earlier episodes when we first started this podcast. Hiram talking about his wife Vicky outside, looking across the parking lot at the porn shop, making up a big vat of fake jizz. <laughs> that is, that's it. That's so funny. <laughs> this, this is, you know, it was like, didn't he say it was like four or five gallon? Oh yeah, buckets? it was a huge vat of it. I mean, it was like you know those uh, those big five gallon buckets. You had like five of them that it was just, <laughs> which reminds me always of the vato nasty that we had to make. Yeah, which I should explain. There was never anything weirder than receiving the day uh, that we were loading up the secret of. 15 
55 gallon drums of Vaseline to go to Saudi Arabia. Well, what you missed out on was a couple years later, I'm, I'm working in an IT shop. And <laughs> the, the way the shop worked, I only got paid when I was doing something billable. And so, right. We were starting to do research and prep work for a pylon pizza. Oh, and we, oh yeah, we, yeah. We were talking about doing the same kind of volcano gag inside there. So I'm calling around to industrial suppliers <laughs> trying to find vats of Vaseline. <laughs> and I, I get off one of the phone conversations. <laughs> and, and, and it turns out they didn't do the huge quantities that we needed. They only did large bottles. Oh, and, I see. And I get off the phone. My boss happens to be standing <laughs> behind me. I'm so disappointed that you're not getting a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> How can we order a barrel of petroleum <laughs> jelly? Uh, it was a very interesting conversation to have your boss sitting behind you on. Well, the funniest thing was when we came into FXU after having Manny order the 20, gallon, the 20 55-gallon barrels, Manny looks at us and goes, what exactly are you guys doing up there in Utah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why do you think we have so many kids, man? Uh, um uh, back to my article here, uh, they were talking about the reverse pay gap in, in porn. Back in 2003, a girl would make 2500 bucks a scene, depending on what she did. Men only made around 500 Now, the one thing that, from this that I didn't realize <laughs> is that the, the performers get paid time off. They get zero residuals. Really? That I found surprising. Which um, well, what, actually, that's entirely true. Because um, back in the 80s, when you actually established your name in porn, where people were looking for your star name, mm-hmm. you could actually write the contract on, after yeah, at that point in time that you would actually get residuals. I can see that. But it first, also, first it, timers never. But it also explains why so many performers eventually get into directing and producing. Cause they yeah, won. because that's where the money is, and yeah. then they, they know the drill, so to speak. <laughs> see, another producer said there's a lot of pausing, a lot of laughing, a lot of texting, et cetera, between shots. Yeah, you think? Um, there's a... There are a lot more breaks to rest, recuperate, and wait for the the penetrating lead to get hard again than you would guess. Well, it depends on whether it's a boy scene or you know boy girl scene or if it's a girl girl scene. It just you know it depends on what you're doing. Yeah, actually, um, we need to get uh, your your son's friend in here to <laughs> comment intelligently. They, on they this. haven't been able to get her for their podcast yet, but it would be funny. <laughs> but Harm would have to be here for that. Yes, yes, he would. <laughs> um, so I'm sure everybody in the West is aware that there's a drought going on. Uh, sort of. And uh, Lake Mead, which is the... The lake right outside of Las Vegas. And Nevada's largest lake um, is down so far that there's areas that, are, that haven't been exposed for 80 years. They must be finding some interesting things on those islands. Yeah, including... Um, uh, well, da- not on the islands, but down below. Because um, when they built the dam, you know, they told people the water's going to be coming up and a lot of the, the older one-horse towns were going to be gone. And right. they're finding that a lot of these towns are, be- are now becoming exposed because of the drought. Nice. And they, they found um, one, one old, old uh, how, how do I want to say that, just a Wild West town where it was like a single... Single um, bar town. Oh, a little single saloon thing. And the cement slabs for the foundation and everything is still there. Nice. So you can go, go experimenting out there. Go or experiment, but you know, go hunting around for stuff. So we have a new segment. We're going to call it Hashtag Florida, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I'm just going to read off the headlines because I have a ton of them. Thieves steal truck containing 18 tons of Crisco. 
Going to Saudi? No, this is St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, that one I thought was pretty funny. Number two story out of uh, out of where is this at? Out of uh, West Palm Beach. <coughs> Woman flew into rage and assaulted man after he declined he declined her for sex. Wow. She beat the shit out of him for not wanting to pound her. <laughs> Next one. Uh, drunk Florida couple found in dumpster. Uh, well, I, uh, not in dumpster. They, were, they had sex in the dumpster when the dumpster was collected. Rode in on the truck all the way to the, <laughs> do the dump. Better than falling inside the masher. In Tampa. And uh, were, <laughs> when they were found, they couldn't <laughs> find their clothes. <laughs> no, there was, that, that's gone. <laughs> and so they ended up uh, being, first of all, arrested. And secondly, they had to wear the uh, really nasty leftover um, jumpsuits from, from the uh, garbage guys. Yeah, from after they did oh, the nasty. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, they ended, they're uh, awaiting trial now for indecent exposure, uh, illeg- illegal use of, of state equipment. Oh, because <laughs> it was a state dumpster? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this isn't really a funny story, but a, a Florida woman shoots pregnant friend killing the baby over a Facebook argument. Yeah, that's not funny at all. No, just saying, Florida, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh <laughs> A Florida family found a burglar passed out on, on their couch. He had tried to rob the place, found beer and chicken, <laughs> drank all the beer while eating the chicken, and fell asleep on the couch. No waffles? <laughs> no. It's not Alabama. <laughs> 22 Jacob Miller was found snoring on the, on the Lake Worth home uh, and had to be aroused by the police. Do you want me to explain how many ways you're doing that wrong? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, normally you fall asleep after you leave. Take the food with you, dude. Yeah, take it with. You're there to steal. It's okay to go home. <laughs> Florida man chews off his own fingerprints in hope of not being ID'd. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Ew. He failed. Yeah. Uh, only in Florida, Miami man arrested after asking Naples police to tickle him. He was Again. high as a kite. Again, multiple reasons. You're doing it wrong. Oh, I don't know if she's cute. Uh, man with Tom Brady helmet tattoo arrested for narcotics in Tampa. Or no, St. Petersburg. Same thing. Nah, Florida. It's across the bay. You've got to see the crazy eyes of this guy. This is... So you need to make sure that you send me um, a copy of that picture because that's got to go on the website. Well, it's on my Facebook page, so you, you can get it from there. But I just he has the he has the whole. Uh, now, for those that um, didn't really go through, you know, he said that that he had a tattoo of Tom Brady's helmet. He has a tattoo across his head, so his head looks like the helmet. So it's got the flag. It's got the patriot symbol on both sides of his head. He's got the... Uh, and he's a little doped up. <laughs> he's got the Super Bowl... Uh, uh, um, what's the thing? Uh, 
Super Bowl award tattooed to the top of his skull. Uh, he's a smart one. He's a yeah, keeper. He's a, he's a winner. <laughs> I have to thank uh, I have to thank Jennifer for sending me this one. <laughs> Local news? Uh, well, kind of because she lives in Florida. Uh, let's see. And the next one is police uh, from the police. Florida pastor takes down armed uh, robber during s- sermon. Damn straight, bitch. <laughs> Amen, sucker. Well, the cops say, this is obviously this church believes in the laying on of hands. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the final hashtag. Florida, the gift that keeps on giving. So um, a, in Louisiana, a toddler completely spazzed out when mom threw him a dream second birthday party. <laughs> a bash centered around his, his hero, his idol. Louisiana personal injury lawyer Morris Bart. What? His? The kids? Yep. Grayson Dobro has an obsession with the personal injury lawyer Morris Bart, who has commercials on down there. Jeez. So his mother threw him a Bart theme party for his second birthday. The um, bash included cake emblazoned with Bart's image and cutout of lawyer. The law firm sent the boy signed Bart photo and New Orleans Pelicans shirt. <laughs> Uh, unsurprisingly, the party at Louisiana home was a big hit with Grayson, and uh, the lady says her son has been fascinated with Bart since before he could walk or talk, and even watches reruns of the adverts on YouTube. Um, I, t- I know it's, okay, it's going to come as a shock, you being in Louisiana, but you're doing it wrong. <laughs> no, that that's not the the kid is not obsessed. I'm sorry, that is not the kid. That is not the kid. <laughs> that's mama. That is mama. That's a future Mama June getting getting funky about about a lawyer. <laughs> oh, I saw something actually very literally amazing. Uh, Lexus has been teasing um, about their next uh, generation of cars, and that uh, they're also diving into new technologies. Oh, they create them. <laughs> they came out with the hover skateboard. About damn time! How many it, lawsuits are coming? Well, right now, I don't know if it's a prototype, but they did an eight-minute video that included a Lexus car, obviously. GoPros un- filming underneath the hoverboard. It's fa- actually working. Are these fans for lift? No. It's uh, super, con- super conductive uh, 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 maglev. So you can only do it on certain surfaces? No. It's against the polarity of the earth. Oh, that's cool. It was hovering over water. Oh, yeah. Just like... Back to the, the future. future, too. <laughs> but uh, so I saw that on YouTube today. I'm like, oh. So it's really weird that the technologies that we were dreaming about 15, 20, 30 years ago is reality now. Not really weird because it inspires young inventors. That oh, it does. But it was just, did you I mean, honestly ever think that you're going to see a hoverboard in your lifetime? Yeah. Back then? Back then, it was, I figured we'd be pushing it. But um, are you familiar with the, the, you know, the original Palm Pilot? Yeah, the guy who invented that was pissed off by the t- that by the time he got to college that there was no tricorders from Star Trek. <laughs> so he did. he's flat out honest with it. So he created <laughs> the Palm. <coughs> so there's a, an, another app out there now called Whisper, where people can anonymously leave um, just messages and thoughts about whatever. And I've You're got an asshole. <laughs> thank you. And I've got several stories here that collect together 
message that's were left on certain topics. Uh-huh. The first one here is um, what sex after marriage is really like. <laughs> Haven't had sex with my wife since our son was conceived. He just turned two. Yuck. I might be the luckiest married, married man around because my wife always wants to have sex. We've been married for 14 years. Doing it right. First one doing it wrong. <laughs> I've been married for six years and our sex life sucks. My wife knows she's at fault but doesn't change. I need to find a side piece. No, you need to go to therapy with your wife. <laughs> My wife knows. No, you don't necessarily. No, I disagree. <laughs> I think it's that he's paying the wrong kind of attention. He needs yeah. to start dating his wife again. That's a guy who just comes home, has the beer sitting there on the couch, flipping the channels, and does nothing else with the rest of his life. Yeah, I can see that. that, that that's, a, that's a woman that's being ignored. Yeah, and it's her fault that she's not. No, it's more his damn fault for yeah, not paying any attention. Well, saying, and he's blaming her for not showing more attention. Yeah, well, why would he? Why would she show any attention to somebody who comes home? Honey, get me the beer. Here's the remote. Here's my, here's my TV dinner. Oh, it's fried green tomatoes, <laughs> basically. My wife never never wants to have sex. It's been so long. I almost forgot what it feels like. Uh, left hand. My wife is refusing to have sex with me, and I'm dying of sexual frustration. I asked my husband to get a little rough with me during sex. He stopped and got a slight panic attack. This is my exciting marriage. You know what? That's actually something that you need to bring up before you're in the middle of throes of, of things. Yeah. You, you just go, hey, honey, I want to try something a little different. You, you don't just throw that one on onto a guy. Because, first of all, no matter who you are as a man, you're always going to have performance anxiety with the woman that you're sleeping with. Especially, especially, a woman. especially when they want sudden change in the middle of Act Two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this, is, this isn't going by script. I don't have guys. A, I don't, don't a stage ad- manager tell me what to do guys next. Guys don't ad lib in bed. They don't. <laughs> well, okay, I do, but it's only because I, I. That's <laughs> because she likes to hear it in the voice of Barney. We know <laughs> that's not Barney. <laughs> It's Sean Connery. Did I say which Barney? <laughs> Barney, Barney Miller, right? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> Smack me. I love you. What? <laughs> That's an image that everyone needs to have. It's a giant Barney going at it and <laughs> spanking. <laughs> Especially since everybody knows that the dude in the costume and the voice were both gay for each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a mental image. I don't think anybody can be able to stab their mind's eye out with. <laughs> My husband never wants to have sex with me, but I want him all the time. I know I could have someone else, but that's not me. My husband preferred to watch a movie last night than to come have sex with me as I waited in lingerie. I've never felt so rejected in my life. Okay, first of all, did you tell him that? Because there's girls that'll, that'll just do. I'll go change, but not. And just expect yeah. you to know. I am married, and I don't know how to tell my husband that I want a more adventurous sex life. Easy. Start, start opening up and going, honey, let's watch porn. <laughs> yeah? That, that day, you know, the guy, and depending on the guy, because if the guy is, like, too straight-laced, that, 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 may, that not, may not be a great way to go. But if you, if you start sitting next to him, rubbing his thigh, going closer to the groin, I think he's going to get the clue. Or at least... Let you just keep on driving. <laughs> yeah. And that way he doesn't have to go get the bro job. <laughs> I let my husband have sex with other women because it turns me on. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. My wife and I have to schedule when we have sex. 
that's pretty lame. Okay, first of all, yes, it is. You are doing it wrong. If you if you have to schedule that, cut something out of your life. Yeah. Even if it's just out of your schedule, so it's spontaneous for her. Yes, 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 yes. You can only TiVo the football game. <laughs> you got a DVR. I promise it works. Uh huh. My wife finally initiated sex. Now, only if I could get her to do that more than once a month. Once a month is not bad. You have ever seen Zerly Gayblade? <laughs> My wife and I had sex for the first time in seven months. I think it might have saved our marriage. Yeah, if it had been seven months for me, that would be saving well, my marriage. Maybe that seven months is while she was pregnant. Yeah, there is that. I mean, I'll, especially, I'll, I'll if it's a, especially if it's a high-risk pregnancy. Yeah. I've resorted to going to the gym to work out the frustration of my wife never wanting to have sex. <laughs> yeah, mm. there's other ways to do that other than spending $25 a month at a gym. But it's healthy and it's not breaking up the marriage. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of just the... Er, 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 you know, the oh, I guess it depends on what workout you're doing. <laughs> and who with. For a job. <laughs> my husband wants to have sex this... My husband wanted to have sex this morning. I pretended to still be asleep so I wouldn't have to. Okay, lady. Doing it wrong. Yeah, that, that's... And the thing there is, when you continuously reject your husband, he really is going to start looking at other places. Okay, look at Ron's wife. Ron writes uh, stand-up he did about 10 years ago about why him and his wife broke up. She got mad, wouldn't have sex. And if, as he put it, if, if, if you don't feed the dog, the dog goes looking. I know. I've been there. <laughs> yes. It's true. Guys, guys have wants and needs. They want to have sex with their wives. They really do. That's why they got married. Yeah, so that they could often. Mm-hmm. If, if, it, now, honestly, if you're doing it right, it's not a surprise when you have sex quite often. Yeah, it is really. And it turns out that funny thing. They're happily married when uh-huh. they have sex often. They don't wander. Uh-huh. Um, moving on to other topics. A naked truth. Joanna Kruppa wears nothing but potty paint to resemble an orca as she speaks out against killer whales being kept in captivity. Yeah. Now, on the one side, activism and all that, if it makes you happy, whatever, I really don't care. But if you're going to go do an activism, I applaud this. <laughs> She's got the body for it. It works. She looks like a whale. Well, she's certainly a mammal. <laughs> she certainly has memories. <laughs> And I'm dropping shit from you. <laughs> That's okay. It was worth the pick. <laughs> Put that one up too. Spencer's comfortable now. I'm well. I wouldn't call it comfortable. I do have to adjust. Mel Gibson is back in Australia, um, back to his roots to direct a new movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. He's back in Australia, roots to direct his first film in a decade. The true, <laughs> the true story of a conscientious objector who saved 75 men during the Battle of Okinawa in World War II. He's going to do... Um, uh, uh, Hackshaw Ridge. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Uh, actually, um, Gabe. Gabe Idella did the uh, documentary on him. Oh, I had no idea. Haas. Um, oh, private... Uh, Gabe Idella is a guy we, that used to run Special Effects Unlimited that we've been around our whole lives. And uh, actually, I've got that... I, oh, I cannot remember his, his name, but... Uh, yeah, he's actually he was awarded the uh, the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor um, after he got back. He had single handedly brought down 
uh, like I said, 75 U.S. servicemen alive. On the, the guy's name from World War II is Desmond Doss. Doss, that is, Desmond Doss. And, uh, but the thing is, he was on the, I guess it was the fourth or fifth day. I can't remember exactly, maybe even a week. They were, he was in a foxhole. Someone lobbed a, a Japanese a Jap, lobbed a grenade in. He was able to, to uh, everyone you know spilled out, but he was on the upper side of the of the uh, of the foxhole. Couldn't get out all the way when it went off, so it sh- shredded his legs. The corpsman came, grabbed him, started taking him down to the beach. He saw another wounded man rolled off of the litter. Say, take him. He's more injured than I am, and uh, and then come back for me. In the meantime, the front had moved almost in front of, to where his position was, so he had to to make his own splint on his leg with two broken battle rifles and crawl his way back to battalion aid. Not bad for a conscientious objector. Usually, <laughs> those guys can't fight at all. Well, the, it's not that he couldn't fight. He just. Uh, he's a, a Seventh Day Adventist and would not kill. Okay. So he ended up. Uh, I mean, it was a huge, huge fight with his COs about uh, getting weapon, weapons proficiency because all the medics were supposed to be uh, qualified with a forty-five. And he goes, "I'm not going to pick up a gun. Period. I'm not taking life. Period." And uh, <laughs> in the middle of the Okinawa battle, his commanding officer they gave him every. I mean, they did. All, all kinds of horrible things to him to make him go and uh, to become weapons proficient, even though he refused to. That commander turned and ran. <laughs> in the, seriously. Uh, I'll have to let you uh, borrow the... Well, and the fact that this is being shot by Gibson, who's known for finding really great scripts. I mean, it, this is a story that I actually was hoping to be able to do, but I don't think I could write, uh, I don't think I could write it and give it justice. This really should be a mini series, but it's um, planned to be completed second half of 2016. It's being shot primarily in Sydney and New South Wales. Oh, and uh, early indications are it's going to have Andrew Garfield, Vince Vaughn, and Sam Worthington. But cool seeing Vince Vaughn reach out and do in a straight role, not not a comedy role. Uh, Vince has done a couple of straight roles. Yeah, he doesn't do it very often though, but he he has the chops for it. I know that he prefers the comedic role. Well, yeah, obviously. I wonder if uh, his personal uh, his personal production company is helping. I don't. I'd be surprised if it wasn't some kind of joint thing. Are you ready for your quiz? Um, sure. Well, I download um, a file here. I was I, my my um, <laughs> voicemail at home automatically goes to. Um, goes Your email, to right? Email and includes a transcript of it. And I wanted to play this voicemail I got this week. <laughs> Is it one that you actually can? Oh, we're yeah. Not, we're, no. not gonna, we're not going to get you. I'm not that lucky. <laughs> All right. The, the quiz I have chosen for you. Which Disney witch are you? I'm a dude. <laughs> I know. I don't care. <laughs> Okay, what is in your cauldron? The tongue of man, the beauty of youth, or beef stew? What? <laughs> what is in your cauldron? Oh, what's in your cauldron? Oh, okay. 
Say it again. Tongue of Man. Beauty of Youth. Beef Stew. Beef Stew. Come on. Take the beef stew. Take it like a man. <laughs> Pick a witchy tune. Witchy Woman by the Eagles. Dark Lady by Cher. Rihanna by Fleetwood Mac. Witchcraft by Sinatra. Uh, Love Potion Number 9 by the Searchers. And uh, Voodoo Woman by uh, uh, Coco Taylor. Just because you're going to make me choose one, I do want to say I don't give a shit. But uh, I'm going to go with Eagles. I figure you would, only because I know you know the song. I actually know about half of them, but still. Just, could you get any dumber on the questions? <laughs> oh, I try to find the worst ones for you. Oh, I'm sure you do. I don't <laughs> doubt that for a moment. <laughs> Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Oh, I'm a bad Mostly witch. good, mostly bad, somewhere in between. Mostly good. Mostly good. What do you get, Glendor? <laughs> Pick a vacation spot that's a half off price. And they have Holland, the beach, Disneyland, New York, New England, Paris. A half off price? Yeah. New England. New England it is. <laughs> How do you cast your spells with a pink, pink wand, <laughs> a black wand, or your finger? Oh, I'll go for finger. Only if I can figure out how to make it work with the middle finger. I zap you, I zap you, and up there for you. Someone just abandoned a friendly, adorable blank in front of your porch, and you're happy to take it in. A... Friendly, adorable jaguar, puppy, goldfish, wolf, cat, or horse. You fool with the horse and a cat. You want cat? This is so dumb. <laughs> I figured you for the wolf. Cute and adorable on a doorstep, dude. <laughs> um, do people know you're a witchy? They'd better. No, it's my secret. Some, but not many. No, I just think I'm an asshole. Right, so some, but not many? Yeah. <laughs> Time to repulsor your couch. Do you do leather, pattern, vinyl patterns? Uh, there are a bunch of floral patterns there. Uh, leather. Yeah, I figured you black leather. Black spandex. Well, you know. I cannot stand blank people. I cannot stand stupid people. This is actually the only one that I think qualifies here. You cannot stand mean people. You cannot stand weak people. You cannot stand young people. You cannot stand rude people. Or you cannot stand trashy people. Stupid I put stupid too. Why are you so stupid? Why are you so stupid, stupid? Uh, which, 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 which would you be? Which, which, uh, <laughs> okay, we're into it three times now. Which, which accessory would you have? 
a broom, a cat, long black nails, a cloak, a spell book, the witch's hat. Spell book. <laughs> it says D&D. <laughs> hey, spell book's a spell book, dude. You are Glinda, the uh, oh, good witch of the north. Hell. <laughs> That's going to be the dumbest one yet. <laughs> like I said, I try to find the worst possible ones because it irritates you so much. <laughs> Mobster claims Jimmy Hoffa was shot dead, stuffed in a 55-gallon drum, and buried in a New Jersey toxic waste dump. Um, didn't we always know that? Yeah, but Mobster made it official now. Right, so... Um, they still got to find remains. Time to go digging. <laughs> Who's ready for lunch? <laughs> Calling CSI. Would you wear clothes made from meat? Slaughterhouse scraps are transformed into yarn. <laughs> really? Philip Stossel added organic solvent isopropyl to a gelatin solution. After protein is removed, gelatin can be pressed into an elastic thread Using a spinning machine he developed, he was able to produce filaments. He twisted the filaments into yarn and had a glove made from the gelatin. He is now working on methods to make the material water-resistant. Yes, he's the dude who's wearing the clothes stitched out of human skin. Wow. So we, we officially have Hannibal Lecter. Exactly. Eepee. That story should have come out on Halloween. Students shouldn't, call uh, them, students shouldn't call themselves American because it is problematic and excludes South American nations, the University of New Hampshire Language Guide says. <laughs> Idiots. Idiots. Juno called me American. I mean, everybody knows that we're, we're egotistical enough that if you don't have an accent and you say <laughs> you're from America, you're from North America. Oh, actually, they usually say America. America. U-M-E-R-C-K-A. Now, I do apologize for doing that last story and this story in the wrong order after the yarn. Yeah. Italian cannibal who believed he was God killed his (laughs) Irish landlord following an (laughs) argument during a game of chess and ate his lung after mistaking it for his heart. Okay, somebody needs an anatomy class. (laughs) If you're going to be a cannibal, man, you've got to have an anatomy class. That was one of the worst run-on sentences I've seen in a long time. Apparently, they're having headline, uh, headline writers that work at Baja on the side. Severio Balante told Irish police that he ate his landlord's heart raw, then claimed cooking the, the severed organ would be too crazy. Uh, <laughs> and Dub- Dublin Central Criminal Court heard Tom O'Gorman had a lung missing. <laughs> Parts of Mr. O'Gorman's lung were found in a, on a plate in the kitchen bin. Yeah, there's a lot of It was just a little too spongy for me. (laughs) It was a little chilly. (laughs) Now, this one is actually quite interesting. Star Wars director J.J. Abrams revealed that he broke his back on the set moments after Harrison Ford broke his ankle. (laughs) Uh, Let's get down to it. Um, So... there was a hydraulic door that was part of the movie's Millennium Falcon set. It crashed down onto the, onto Harrison Ford, sending him to the hospital. And it was you know delayed all that. I thought he broke his ankle in the way in the crash, in the airplane crash. Yeah, later. Oh, this was during filming of Star Wars. Yeah, the no. plane crash happened in the middle of filming. No, it was in L.A. I know they were still they're still filming. 
he was on set as Han Solo. Oh, oh, oh I see. When he broke it the first time. Snap. Okay. And then one year later, he broke his ankle again and fractured his pelvis when he had a crash land his plane <laughs> in Venice Beach or Venice, California. Um, Oops. But by the time, let's see, um, by the time San Diego Comic-Con rolled around in July, however, Harrison was fully active once again. This guy was like a real-life superhero, Jay said. He should have been that little Marvel. He should have that little Marvel logo next to his name. <laughs> no, it's all Disney now. <laughs> Meanwhile, JJ's broken back was a direct result of the star's injury occur- occurred when the director rushed to help Harrison on set. Here, let me help you. There was a hydraulic door that went down. He was pushed down. His ankle goes ninety degrees. Ah, well, you know, you know what that one feels yeah. like. Well, he's down there and he's toughing it out. He's a superhuman being. He literally was lying there telling jokes. Now, this door had gone down, and I'm trying to help lift it up. I felt this kind of pop in my back um, the, uh-huh. the, the moment he tried to lift the door off Harrison. When J.J. visited the doctor a few days later, he found out he'd fractured his L4 vertebra and had to wear a back brace for the rest of the shoot. Ah. Um, guess who's not having sex for months? <laughs> but the, here's the great line from it. I felt like the most nebishly Jewish director ever. <laughs> I feel like a Camille. Um, JJ admitted when he saw how quickly Harrison healed up. <laughs> well, there's a big difference between not walking on your ankle for a while and I'm having an L4. Field, or, I mean, talk to my dad. <laughs> on the plus side, his back brace may have been a boon to the director's figure. It's like span uh, or like Spanx. They kind of keep you all together. I felt like I was on uh, Baywatch. <laughs> Fag. Um, and, and the funny part, what I didn't realize, because so, I knew he obviously he, he wrote, directed, and produced the new Star Wars. Uh-huh. He also yeah. helped produce the new uh, Mission Impossible, which just came out. Yeah. Well, that's just incredibly tight schedule. I mean, I, I'm, I'm impressed that he pulled that off well. Well, and well now he's in the Wars. middle of uh, filming uh, the third version of the alternate universe of Star Trek. Cool. Uh, busy guy. Very. Oh, and there's my link to the armadillo. <laughs> okay, so here is the message that I received earlier this week. Call is to inform you that IRS is filing lawsuit against you. <clears throat> to get more information about this case file, please call immediately on our department number 202-657-4430. Um, the IRS doesn't contact I anybody by phone. 657-4430. Thank you. They don't robocall. They contact by mail. And when you do contact them, they give you their 800 number. Um, yeah. They it, also give you their badge number. And two days after that, I got the same robocall for, from a different number, included the different, uh, the different number in the message. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's fraudsters trying to get you to give them your Social Security number. So if anybody else gets threatened for a lawsuit from the IRS, oh, and by the way, the IRS doesn't threaten you with a lawsuit. They just take your money. Um, actually, you get notified first because they do have to go through a judgment. Yeah, but it's not an actual lawsuit, though. No. Um, well, actually, it depends. It, there is a lawsuit if it's combined with criminal activity. Yeah, but for most, most people, it's not a lawsuit. No, no, it, it's, it, just, it's uh, just a garnishment. Yes and no. It depends on, first of all, they have to prove that you, you uh, are required to pay back through garnishment or, or some structured settlement. Yeah. But you know, they said that you have to go through that legal process prior to just being announced, hey, you're being sued. But, 
again, if you get a call like that that you're being sued, it's BS. Uh, send in the number to the to the, the government. They've got a site there for for reporting it, and uh, don't call back. And both, send it to both the state and the Fed, because uh, then you'll initiate both uh, both agencies to start investigating. So, um, I, too bad Harm's not here because I'm about to talk about Matt Lucas, which is one of his favorite comedians. Yeah, you know who Matt Lucas is? I'm not a clue. British comedian. Um, Played Humpty and Dumpty on the on the new Alice in Wonderland. Didn't see it. Uh, he's he's a fat ball here, here, guy. Here's here's the thing. I don't watch Tim Burton films for the most part. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, by the way, uh, there's been a big hubbub about Tim Burton. Uh, over 18 months ago, there was announced that Tim Burton and uh, Michael Keaton were in talks to do uh, Beetlejuice two. Oh hell no. <laughs> Well, someone po- posted that on Facebook today, and all kinds of hell's going, coming out. <clears throat> Michael Keaton said, "If it's Tim Burton directing, I'm in." He loves uh, directing. Yeah, if, you, if you like the, the the experience, I I just don't want to see Beetlejuice now. <laughs> what he looks like now? I, I, I what does, fat, fat and well, he's not fat, but he's old. He is. He's old. Well, remember, he was also be, supposed to be uh, spending some time in purgatory after the disaster of. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's a sequel. Well, as long as it's a sequel, not a reboot. <laughs> I would actually love to see like the old uh, fat um, Alec Baldwin with Gina Davis. Uh-huh. See, that would to me would be comedic. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> with uh, but anyway, um, did you did you see the fiftieth or twenty fifth anniversary of Les Mis? Yes, I did, and I loved it. Okay, no, no, not Les Mis. I saw. Uh, it wasn't like this. It was... Uh, you saw Phantom. I saw Phantom. Okay. Because on the 25th um, stage concert, he he played Master of the House. Who did? My original report here on on um, Matt Lucas. Oh, okay. So that, that's Matt Lucas. Oh, okay. Fat, bald guy. Right. Um, he, for those that watch Britain com- comedies and TV, he's on, on the show Little Britain. Um, anyway, he suffers from a... From a Let's see. Let me get, get back here. Okay. He, he, he follows... Batman disease? No. It's, it's called alopecia, which is why he's bald. <laughs> and he... Well, I'm bald, too. <laughs> no, he's completely bald and has been from a very young age. And there was a fan named Jacob Fitzpatrick. No, gay joke. Uh, <laughs> and he's st- Are you going to repeat that, that gay joke? <laughs> and he started um, losing his hair when he was 10 to Apatia. He's now 14 and... Uh, Lucas found out he was a fan and that he was having some self-esteem issues because right, of it. Right, And wrote, a, wrote him a letter, gave, gave him a, a, a face pic sign and all that, and a letter that says, women find it sexy, and uh, just joking around about right. that to help him get through it. Which, you know, it's cool that he's reaching out to someone else that is going through yeah, what he's Speaking about with. being bald in teens and self-esteem, Mr. Hole. <laughs> is there an A in here? <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> Hey, I knew I was going to go that route at some point. I just yeah, you didn't have to bit. sit there and and point it out with a giant neon sign while we're sitting in the band room. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You didn't have to. Jennifer. You wanted to. You <laughs> didn't. I, have I felt to. the need to. Yeah, I, the overwhelming okay. urge. But speaking of overwhelming urge, I was shopping today, and for some reason, I guess the store was abundantly uh, crowded, but. Uh, there's been a disturbing trend in supermarkets. A disturbance in the force? Yes, a disturbance in the force. 
they have now these middle aisle displays everywhere. Yeah. So the aisle sell becomes, more crap. So that uh, it constricts the flow of traffic. I'm beca- I'm getting an overwhelming urge to set every one of those on fire now. <laughs> Especially when they're fireworks. <laughs> oh, did I set that off? I'm sorry. Uh, it just pisses me off that I can't just go and do my business. I don't shop like a woman. I sh- I have my list, or I know what's in you know in my head. For women, shopping is an experience. For men, it's a military operation. Yes, in, out, done. Yep. And it just bothers me that I can't do it because of the bullshit that's everywhere. You know, and that whole thing would actually work as a comedic piece, again, with a little better timing on it. I know. I have no timing. Snoop Dogg is back in the news. Oh, really? Yeah, he was stopped in an Italian airport with $422,000 in cash a week after being arrested in Sweden. <laughs> Nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine, actually less. Well, if you outside the United States, oh no, outside the U.S. Uh, because he, he was in in the, the European Union, he is allowed ten thousand euros, which at the date of his arrest was ten thousand nine hundred eighty-six dollars. Okay, he was a little over that, but the uh, United States is actually under six now. Uh, yeah, great. We can't carry cash. Can't have cash. Yeah, I know. We're not that show. <laughs> I got Channing Tatum news. Oh, joy. It, it, well, it's not exciting. It's just like, okay. It's actual movie news. Channing Tatum is just finalized a deal to star as Gambit in uh, X-Men spinoff. No, no, wrong actor. Wrong actor, sorry. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit too beefy. I mean, you really want a skinny, nerdy There's guy. no way he can pull off Bayou. I mean... There's no... No, he cannot pull off... You. What's his butt that played it, um, played Gambit in the second X-Men movie? Yeah. I thought he really Perfect. nailed it. Yeah. Skinny guy, real sarcastic, and he had the accent. And he had the Bayou accent. Oh, yeah. There's no way <laughs> whatever dickhead Tatum could do it. I don't know. It, it, it could end up being like um, Harrison Ford on, on The Widowmaker where he's got an accent for the first two minutes of the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You Soviet dogs uh, for it. We're going to be doing it this way. <laughs> or, or um, I wonder how many takes it took to even get that, that first two minutes. Or Costner in, in Robin Hood where he's like, F it, I'm not doing an accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, I got some really great news out of London this, this, this week. Oh, yeah. Bin Laden family plane, um, $7 million jet went down after it took off, climbed 500 feet, and went to a steep dive. Killing the terrorist sister and three others. Um, hmm. <laughs> I don't really know where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Our condolences, Durka, Durka, Durka. We're, we're not downloading Saudi Arabia yet. What's that? We're not downloading Saudi Arabia yet. Yeah, I'm not planning on going back anytime soon. <laughs> Well, we were less than a mile from the family compound. Yeah, I know. Keep your head down and don't say much. (laughs) Do not look directly into the eyes of the terrorist. (coughs) Get the oxygen. (coughs) We're losing him. Yep, if I could only die that quickly. All right. Let's see. There's a mugshot of a of a woman who 
Brazenly tried to eat crack cocaine in front of drug agents when they arrested her. <laughs> oh, yeah? Coming over the border in San Diego. Oh. No, I don't have, I don't have anything. <laughs> uh, n- nothing at <laughs> all. Eating the crack cocaine. Yeah. Like Rice Krispies. Uh-huh. Whatever is good in milk. It's crunchy. <laughs> I bet. Oh, this, this article I love on so many levels. <laughs> Animal Psychic claims Cecil the Lion has spoken to her and given instructions <laughs> on how to deal with his death. Um, I did have, I actually did a little research about Zimbabwe <laughs> and their, their hunting practices. Did you know that uh, every kill, the meat is given to the villagers? You just passed by the, <laughs> the point that a self-proclaimed animal psychic mm-hmm. is telling the world how Cecil wants his death dealt with. Okay, so how? <laughs> Doesn't matter. She says she's an animal psychic. I know. She's probably doing it so she can get a show on, on Animal Planet. Or any or no, it'll, it, trust me, Animal Planet. E, e, uh, well, Discovery. It could be a real good replacement for Caitlin. <laughs> summer midsummer replacement. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it turns out that uh, every every uh, every uh, hunt, you don't get to keep the trophy. All he kept was the head. That's all you get to keep. The rest of the meat goes to the people of Zimbabwe so that they can survive. They supplement their villages with the mm-hmm. meat. <laughs> and Zimbabwe is actually known for this. This is, this is how they feed their, their, their people. <laughs> it's, it's just... Selective, uh, sele- um, selective uh, news reporting. Oh, very much so. Um, this, is, this story has been so misreported, it's actually tragic. So, uh, <laughs> it's so tragic. Sorry, <laughs> bad. <laughs> Man. Um, I, meant, I actually meant it that way. <laughs> So what was your hashtag for Florida? Hashtag Florida, the gift that keeps on giving. Sunny South Florida tops the destination as the place where the most fraud is carried out in the United States. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me because that's where the most retirees are. And it, and it has the highest level of false federal income tax returns. That doesn't surprise me either. That has the most, you know. And identity theft. and Yeah, that's not really a, a shocker there. Too bad that you know Burn Notice doesn't isn't real and he's not there to kick everybody's ass. <laughs> been watching a lot of a lot, a lot of Netflix. Have we been binge watching? Only the first two seasons. <laughs> I do think that the second season really solidifies the series. Uh, it, it was only when they got I think it was the fourth season really started to drag. Um, so. Th- this is for the more fodder for those that believe that we actually didn't go to the moon. Oh, yeah? Uh, Buzz Aldrin reveals how he put in for $33 for his trip to the moon and had a feeling a customs would perform when he got back. And NASA's revealed the forms. Really? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> one of them is a travel voucher. Uh, on one sheet shows it on his return journey from Houston, Texas via the move. Via the moon, it cost him $33, which in today's uh, value would be 216 bucks. I think it was for a hotel room one night. Um, <laughs> Fly me to the moon. Let me get down here farther. Um, on, on the customs claims. Oh, that was, okay, this is going slow. I apologize for the dead air, which we're so good at doing. Oh, I'm, well, I could kill the conversation. <laughs> you haven't yet. Please don't. Um, on the claims form on what he brought back, I... Part of what's on here is, um, oh, there it is. 
Cargo. Moon rock, moon dust samples. <laughs> I mean, they actually made him do a customs form because he's re-entering the, the United States. Um, <laughs> then why didn't he do it to all three of them? They're all three on here and all three signed it. Okay. It's just he's the one who, who was able to get the photocopies allowed to, to release it. That's really retarded. Oh, on so many levels. I mean, seriously. Seriously. If you're going to... The greatest adventure of mankind. You're going to make them make a customs claim when all that property is not theirs. It belongs to NASA. The whole trip's paid for by NASA, and you're there under their orders. Yeah, and you're collecting on behalf of NASA. It's not like they get to keep the moon rocks home and keep the moon sand and everything. It's not like they get to take it home and hand it off to the kids. They hand it off to the scientists. Actually, I think they were each allowed to keep one rock. Uh, maybe, but still... Yes, one rock out of hundreds of pounds. Yeah. Ridiculous. So uh, back to another article from the Whisper app. Oh, yeah? This one is a collection of postings Asshole. put down by um, professional models. Oh, this ought to be interesting. I model professionally. As much as I love my job and get called stunning every day, no one could ever imagine how much hate I receive on a daily basis. No kidding, bitch. <laughs> I'm five foot nine and I model. Everyone thinks it's because I like modeling, but truth is, I just do it to be around taller people than myself. I hate being around short people because I feel like a freak. I'm a girl. At five nine, your average height. Uh, in America, that's a little bit above average height. Not by much. Not by much. I honestly feel like because I model, boys only date me for that. I've got a personality. If you bother to find out, I'm willing to bet you don't. And even if you do, you're a model. <laughs> Sorry, we like boobs. He says that collectively for the, the gender. Wait, wait, wait. That's, that's, that's stereotyping. That's bad. I'm okay with stereotyping on this one. Heterosexual I'm, men like boobs. I'm five foot nine and I model, but I am still deathly insecure about every part of me. Well, that just kind of goes with being a model, doesn't it? Well, that and vomiting every 10 minutes. I hate telling people that I model for a living because people automatically assume that I'm arrogant. I get insecure too, believe it or not. Mm. I hate telling people that I'm a model. I don't want to be used. <clears throat> um, that's the definition of model. <laughs> I model and I hate my job. I can't eat the food I want. So many rules, it sucks. It pays me like crazy, though I feel if I leave, I won't be able to do anything else. I feel completely useless. Yeah, you're because a model. you're a model. You're not a scientist. You're not trying to cure cancer. Oh, sorry. You're a male model. That one's from a male model. <laughs> okay. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> male model is actually the most useless human being on the planet. Have you not seen Zoolander? Seriously. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that didn't take a whole <laughs> lot of, uh, of uh, uh, research. It just took like a 10-minute conversation with a real male model. <laughs> Guys treat me differently once they find out I have a modeling background. I'm five foot ten, and I just want to find a guy that I can rock five-inch heels with and still be shorter than. Um, you need to start dating basketball players. Yeah, no kidding. From Zimbabwe. Even though I work as a model and get paid to look good, I feel as if nobody looks at me, and everyone keeps finding my friends more attractive. Maybe it's your personality. <laughs> well, that's just kind of... that. that in fact, I, I, I'm, willing think, to, I'm willing to bet in that case I it think, is the I'm person. So, I'm sorry, but I think every woman goes through that at some point. 
from high school on. What that everyone's looking at their friends. Well, like my wife's sophomore and senior or junior and senior years, she would get so pissed off because she had one friend that ended up dating every guy she dumped. <laughs> just got sick of it. Well, you know what? Somebody has to be the the rebound. Somebody has to be the rebound. Someone has to be the garbage collector. Yeah. I work as a model, and people seem to think we don't do anything and just earn money, but actually we spend up to 24 hours a day in periods of weeks with extreme stress and paranoia over work. I actually don't doubt that at all. Uh, usually that would be paranoia about how much food you're taking but in. But with how much you're being paid, I only have so much sympathy for it. <laughs> you can afford Dr. Katz. I'm a guy, and my whole life I wanted to be a model. Two months ago, I finally signed with a modeling agency, and even being called a model on a day-to-day basis, I'm still insecure and feel unattractive. That's because you are, Quasimodo. Just because I'm a model doesn't mean I'm dumb. I hate when people don't take me seriously. And it's a picture of a guy that looks like Zoolander. So, so first of all, the fact that you even wrote that, guess what? <laughs> don't think that models have the best life. Some would do anything to change it. Well, if that's true, then they quit. <laughs> There's that. Well, I, I, okay. Emily, we're being arrogant pricks because that's our show. But I, mean, I don't care so much. <laughs> you know what? Models are only a step down from actors. Really, they're, they're, the, they're the same mentality. Friendly hitchhiking robot is found decapitated in Philadelphia just 300 miles into its attempted attempt to cross the country. Eh. The robot's called Hitchbot. Oh, isn't it the one that was, like, found destroyed on the side oh, of the yeah, road? mangled. <laughs> That's somebody aiming for it. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think it was an you know, interesting experiment. Don't know how, you know, how much of a, a robot maybe, it actually was. Maybe, he's, maybe the guy tried to hump it. <laughs> it was the guy who, whose bush was getting too prickly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Full bush. Let's see. You already talked about in and out and the meth pills. That was fun. And I got some more news here about... Um, the Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> right now my computer starts to freeze. Oh, here we go. Okay. This are, is are we a, talking about the feud or are we going to talk oh, about there, the, There's all sorts of stuff. <coughs> Bobby Brown's wife was hospitalized after Bobby Christina's chaotic funeral. New mom, Alicia Etheridge, has a seizure after a feud, and sister claims that Whitney will haunt relatives from the grave. <laughs> well. <laughs> How haunting could it be with a tall stick figure? Um, what, what's actually going to be, what, what they thought was Whitney um, Houston haunting them was that karaoke chick. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> no, it's, hi. You got to do breathy. And you won't believe what was found on Jared Fogel's phone. I actually haven't seen this report. What was on the phone? Okay, let me get, get past the picture of Fatty Jared. Oh, they didn't have the skinny Jared? Well, he's starting to gain weight again. <laughs> Jared Fogle, the former subway spokesman whose home was raided by the feds earlier this month, may be in a heap of trouble. Oops. Texts were found on his cell phone which indicate he paid for sex with a 16-year-old girl. Did he know at the time? The FBI subpoena... Uh, subpoenaed an affidavit containing alleged text between former subway spokesman Jared Fogel and a, fair, a former female subway franchisee in which Fogel says he paid for sex with a 16-year-old girl, according to the former franchise attorney. In the message, Fogel repeatedly asked the woman, a subway franchisee at the time, to advertise herself on Craigslist for sex with other men. 
and they were in a relationship together. Nice. He asked her if he can watch the sexual acts and tells her he can make about, she can make about 500 bucks for the act. The messages in the affidavit, which attorney says were recorded from the woman's phone by a court reporter in 2008 and witnessed and verified by a notary public official, span from January 2008 to June 2008. Business Insider independently verified the authenticity of the affidavit. We have verified that a phone number in the document was registered to a Jared Fogel. The woman was apparently in a sexual relationship with Fogel at the time. She became uncomfortable with the relationship as Fogel pushed her to post th- listings on Craigslist and detailed other trips, according to the lawyer. When can we find a time for me to talk to your cousin, Fogel asked in a message dated May 1st, 2008. Any more news with your cousin, he asked the following day. Tell me what you think, wh- think about when you think of the three of us all together. Skin crawling, maybe? <laughs> Earlier in April, according to the affidavit, Fogel asked the woman, how young would you like? Would you want to have an, an adventure like that? On June 19th, the lawyer says that Fogel again asked the woman to advertise herself on Craigslist. She responds, is this the same website you found that 16-year-old gr- girl that you effed? I still can't believe that you paid only $100 for her. Yeah. Fogel responds, it was amazing. The woman who asked to refrain, remain anonymous claimed Fogel also made other remarks that made her uncomfortable, but she didn't go into detail in those conversations. They were just jokes. They weren't serious. Uh, sorry. I, I, thought, I thought that was a, a comment from, from Fogel. No, it's her. From it's her, her, it was, they weren't jokes. They were very serious. So, yeah, he knew she was 16. He was prowling for it. Yeah, he's going to burn. Yeah, you, well... I don't know. It depends because uh, he, he's being uh, prosecuted federally, which means he's going to go to Club Fed. I, I don't see him. I don't see him in the public anytime soon, but. Well, he's definitely lost his contract. There's no way he's getting that back. Uh, the contract, actually, I understood terminated a while ago. Um, the, it, they, Subway officially terminated immediately after the, the raid. I see. Yeah. Let's bring up the next section. <laughs> it just seems like either I'm being more observant or the, the world is just getting more stupid with news. Uh, the world's getting more stupid. It's, it's all a very broad uh, amount of stupidity. Ah, this one's a good one. Mafia boss is arrested after he is caught using a secret code <gasps> based on sheep to communicate with henchmen. <laughs> Former Mafia boss Vito Gondola, 77, among those arrested by the Italian police. He's accused of using cipher written on paper to communicate with the gang. It's alleged that he operated the sheep-themed code at behest of a fugitive boss. Mafia <laughs> le- leader Mario Messina Denaro has been on the run since 93. Police say the 11 suspects arrested were men closest to um, Denaro right now. Well, at least he used a cipher. I'll give him that. I would love to know exactly what, I mean, because Hiram has known, I mean, been known to. I mean, we're talking about sheep references with Velcro gloves. Wellington boots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe Snow Canyon High School. Uh, Let's just see how many people, how many foreigners are going to be pissed off. <laughs> we're going to get a mafia hit for this one. The Vicodin and Valium left a hole in my stomach. Sober M&M reveals how his prescription pill addiction caused him to binge eat and balloon to 230 pounds before he found his perfect workout video. Who is this? 
uh, the the white rapper Eminem. Oh, guess he was hugely hooked on prescription drugs for a long time. Well, his performance no surprise. Don't care. And then he found a workout DVD that got him to slim down. Buns of steel. I mean, he he had to quit the drugs because it was burning a hole in his stomach. <laughs> and then he got on the the insanity workout. <laughs> Are you sure it's an insanity workout, or is it just like that's code for Richard Simmons? One of the oldies <laughs> with sheep, with sheep. Oh, this report is so much fun. Ex-Marine dad teaching daughter twelve about gun safety accidentally shoots her in the arm. <laughs> Never now, pulled the trigger. Now I don't know if you guys remember. Way I, I talked about this a long time ago um, when Jeremy was younger. I got him a airsoft. Um, pistol, right? And we're showing him how to use it, how to load it, how to cock it. And so I cocked it, and I'm walking. I'm standing about two feet from him. I said, "Now, while these won't kill you, they can hurt pretty bad. I don't ever want to see you do this to your sister." And shot him near point blank in the thigh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were at least six feet away with the BB. Well, that's not a BB. It's a plastic BB, so it wouldn't penetrate. You know. No, I meant uh, when I hit you. Oh. <laughs> How many times did you hit me, dude? I only hit you once. Uh-huh. In the thigh. Sure. That's you all keep, I remember. Keep, yeah, that's all you remember. So um, here's another strong marriage here. Hey, at least I'm willing to admit that I actually did, okay? Here's a report about the husband whose wife signed up for the Mars One mission. Okay. Um, and she's been she's been accepted as one of the people to go on the on the private Mars One mission for the uh, five hundred five hundred thousand uh, dollar ticket thing one way trip without right. her husband. Yeah. Well, I guess that marriage isn't as strong as it could be. Yeah, Sonia Van Meter thirty six was one of a hundred of a hundred people selected from Mars One. The project aims to send people to people to live on Mars in twelve years. Privately funded mission is the idea of Dutch green energy entrepreneur Bas Lansdorp. And has been widely attacked by scientists. Jason Standard is Van Meter's husband, uh, and uh, and he, he did an op-ed about, on, on his perspective on it. But in the end of the day, your wife just signed up to say goodbye. Yeah, strong marriage. <laughs> well, um, actually, there was a theory that was passed out about uh, the Mars One mission that it could evolve into the next mass migration. Uh, basically the next uh, version of, of the migrating to America for uh, religious freedom. Which is, is the basis of several of Isaac Eisenman's books. Yeah. I'm not surprised that somebody hasn't actually talked to Isaac Asimov about it. Well, you know, he's dead. I, when did he die? Because this was conceived long before he, he died. Yeah, it, yeah, and he died like in the early '90s. I thought, yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised somebody didn't interview because oh no, there were because they, the they Mars have. mission concept was developed in the '80s. Yeah. That's why they have uh, over in Moab the the Mars uh, Training Center, mm-hmm. which we talked about just a couple months ago. Uh, no, but over a year ago. Um, so it turns out that Ava Gardner drove Sinatra to try and kill himself twice. Had two, too bad you didn't succeed, and had two abortions. <laughs> um, yeah, there's been a bunch of, of reports about Sinatra and who he hooked up with back in the day. Not, well, I heard, I understood it was damn near everybody. Yeah, um, including he he he. I mean, there, there were there were rumors of of his private parties in the sands 
that were, I mean, as in orgies that were legendary. Well, and he even left one time one rumor about him and Jackie O. I don't see her doing that. There's a picture of them too. Those two. Well, I, I understand, but I don't see her. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't go into details the, the, when he name dropped the one time, and <laughs> then the Kennedys called up and said, "You will never say that again." <laughs> I guess the the only you know he hangs out with mobsters and he's afraid of the Kennedys. <laughs> and the difference is, one has the power of the federal government. Yeah, world's biggest plan to launch in 2016. Designers reveal megaplane. Is this, is this the, a, the A-Bus thing? Uh, no, this megaplane is meant to send astronauts into orbit using a lot less fuel. Oh, all right. So it's a giant, uh, it's a giant, um, got giant wings, has three huge jets on it. It's a giant delta. Two pods on either side. In the center, it holds a rocket. So it gets up to high altitude, drops the rocket, and the rocket kicks on with a ram, ram oh, okay. bus and takes the rest of the way up. That would be more fuel efficient. A uh, private company building it, and yeah. it's like bigger than the Spruce Goose <laughs> wingspan was. Well, it'd have to be to carry that kind of payload. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, the thing's going to weigh over a million pounds. Oh, I'm surprised uh, that they're not doing it as a Delta wing because uh, they're much more efficient in terms of being able to lift weight. Yeah, but um, what a lot of people don't know, Delta wings, the, the original one back in the 60s, didn't really work because we use one now it's called the bomber we ha- use one now because there's constant minute trimage of adjustments that have to happen to keep it level I and see. so it has to have a computer con- control system to keep it level oh okay that's why they don't use it for something like that i see uh this report came out earlier in the week and there is a follow-up to it uh, the original report was police feel for the sa- fear for the safety of special olympics athlete 15 who vanished from la from LAX and can't speak English. Oh. She, uh, oh. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. It doesn't say he doesn't speak. No, no, I'm just saying, are we talking full <laughs> tard mode or are we talking just, you know, deformity Special Olympian? Because there is a difference because you and I both been there. <laughs> you both, we both, you know, yeah. participated as, as helpers in the Special Olympics. Because <laughs> uh, there's, there's the full participant, and then there's the guys that have like the deformed wrist and and no, knees he, um, and stuff. He 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 is from um, South Africa, or <laughs> he's from the Ivory Coast, and <coughs> speaks French. That's what I mean by doesn't speak English. <coughs> and I heard a report yesterday that they found him yeah. like six miles away on some guy's lawn. <laughs> but another guy at the same time who's 44. He disappeared from and that guy. The first guy disappeared from LAX. Right. Second guy, forty-four, disappeared from the USC campus where the special Olympics <laughs> takes place. Uh, USC or UCLA? You know, I thought it was on UCLA, and they do it in the in the Coliseum. No, it's on uh, USC at, at the the old stadium, the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, that's the Coliseum next to UCLA. USC. You know, actually, both of them are right there. Well, it reports it from <laughs> okay. USC campus, and he disappeared, and they found him. Um, a couple of days later, 360 miles away outside of San Francisco. <laughs> wow. And they never reported how he got up there. I don't think they even know how he got up there because he couldn't communicate it. <coughs> but they are both found and being shipped home. <laughs> yeah, you think? Well, which is what they were trying to do. Yeah, let's see. That was that report. Well, I think there. we're about there. How about you? I still got more shit. 
Do you? Yeah. Um, let's see, let me... <laughs> get, your, get your Motard computer moving there. Yeah, I got to replace my gear so badly. <laughs> okay, let's see. Do, 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 do. Every town has its ups and downs. Oh, great. We're getting our, our really old Disney <laughs> soloed by Spencer. Well, there's a story behind that. When we were, uh, it had to be 10 and 12 years old, when mom had the, uh, the shop in Newbury Park, uh-huh. what, what was the number one video that everyone, that everyone watched? Robin Hood, man. To the point where we would each take a character and quote the film as the character. <laughs> we're an odd family. Well, when you had nothing else to do. That's actually why I started working in the shop. I was bored to tears. China is accused of ripping off Frozen's Let It Go song for their Winter Olympics theme. <laughs> yeah, that's going to go over big. I don't see Disney suing at all. How about you? Yeah. Oh, it's the Olympics. So, you know, they might give them some leeway. <laughs> no, no. Disney has yet to give any leeway. Oh, yeah. And the, the funny part, if they'd asked, they, they probably would have done a deal with them. But At this point in time, we're talking full lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Actually, had it been under uh, Eisner, it would have not only been under a lawsuit, but there would have been goons showing up at the door going, goo, goo, goo. <laughs> Gulag time. I'm trying to get this on to come up. I don't know if it's going to do it or not. Eisner would have had, you know, a couple of the... Oh, no. They've taken it offline. <laughs> Took what offline? The, the, this report, the, the, the YouTube link that it had gone to, it got taken down. Oh. Because the, the, so people are making fun of China on that. <laughs> Ready, go. Uh, another new new jet that's being described, and this is the Airbus one you're talking about, is uh-huh. a new hypersonic jet that would be more than double the speed of the Concorde, would do London to New York in one hour. That is damn fast. Uh, it's got three three types of jets on it. Um, so it's got the, it's got the subsonic, the son- and the supersonic jet on it, uh, and, and a ramjet. For what? It uses the standard jets, uh, which are mounted below, to right. get to, to get airborne, get airborne, and get it up real quick. And, and it takes us at a really, really steep angle to get up, <laughs> up very, very high before it goes supersonic to reduce the the noise from the sonic boom. Oh, when, not only that, but to get the hell of the way out of traffic. Yeah, and so once it gets oh, up, and it's got to use the ramjet up. Okay, yeah, and one, never mind. Once it turns on the other jets, it actually retracts the normal jets inside the body. That's cool to get to get a better air, airfoil. But the Concorde would take like carry like 120 people. Yeah, this new one will carry 20. So those prices will be they'll be. Mm, uh, it depends on how fuel efficient. It's, it's still gonna be expensive as hell. Oh, it is. I bet you it's well. Concorde back in the day, it was a uh, round trip was roughly nine thousand dollars in 1990 prices. Yeah. By the time when they when they the final couple of flights, it, it was 20 grand. But it got you there, and it was what uh, three, three and a half hours or something like that. Yep. <laughs> and, and then after the, the flaw that they found, grounded the whole fleet. Uh, yeah, it was uh, after they had the explosion in Paris. So it's, it turns out it's not Viagra that the guy needs. It's more testosterone. Mm-hmm. Duh. Many men think those little blue pills are all it takes to pep up a flagging love life. <laughs> but new research shows it's... When, when you can't get the mass to, to, you know, get the flag to full mass. Uh-huh. But... Researchers are saying the real problem is a lack of testosterone. 
Duh. That's why they take the blue pill because of um, actually, there's actually one little funny side note to that. Uh, when they were first <laughs> testing the Viagra effect, it turned out that well, uh, it was originally a heart medication. It was, but there was actually one other thing that they discovered. It worked better in bald men than it did in. <laughs> you know, and here's why: male pattern baldness is actually is created by too much testosterone. So Viagra actually works much, much better in bald men. So you guys that have a full head of hair, <laughs> screw you. <laughs> Limp away. You're not getting it up when you're 95 and I am. Or 45 and diabetes. Uh, wait, no. More information. Uh, <laughs> Just not saying anything. So the Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston families are at war with each other. <laughs> what a surprise. The, the, the current round is about photos that were taken of Bobby Christina in her casket because it sold, someone sold the picture to the, the Inquirer for $100,000. <laughs> but the problem is that the Inquirer had to get, erase the face of the selfie. <laughs> well, the problem is that both, I don't think either side, um, the, the families as a whole didn't get the money and they're pissed off about it. Yeah, I know. You know, because they've been milking Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston for, while they were alive. They're going to keep doing it while they're dead. Well, no one else makes any money. And they've been paid by the, uh, by the estate for I don't know how long. So the, the list of top party schools in the nation, top party universities, has been released. And here's the shock. The very bottom of the list is BYU. Duh. Duh. <laughs> and this year, you don't set your high to Mormon. <laughs> and this year's uh, party school of the year is Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Champagne. And uh, Stone Cold Sober Schools, number one, BYU. Two, College of the Ozarks. Three, Wheaton College. You would think in the Ozarks that they would have stills. <laughs> uh, I think it's because it's a Christian college. Oh. Uh, I know plenty of Christians out there that would, that brood. Number four is funny. Grove City College. Isn't that a junior college? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Five, uh, Military Academy. Six, <laughs> Naval Academy. <laughs> Seven, Army. Gordon College. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Number 10 is the Coast Guard Academy. Uh-huh. Top party schools, Illinois, then University of Iowa, University of Wisconsin-Madison, Bucknell University, <laughs> Syracuse University, <coughs> UC Santa Barbara. No shock. Right? I've known both Syracuse and UC Santa Barbara to be just booze central. Yep. Number seven, West Virginia. Eight, University of Georgia. Nine, Tulane. And ten, Col- Colgate. <coughs> well, considering uh, BYU's... Uh, their their uh, standard the coded standards that you signed when you're on campus, mm-hmm. which explicitly says says no drugs or alcohol while you're on camp you know attending on campus. And if you do, you're gone. Yeah, it, there's no there's no second chance. You're you're done. Yeah. Teen Doris Duke heir worth thirty million dollars is sued for spiking bodyguards meatloaf with ghost chili that left him needing surgery. Uh, nice. What. How did he get that ire? Uh, let's see. Wasn't a bet, was it? No, it turns out the teenager's just a dick. <laughs> There's a lot of those out there. It, ca- it caused a coughing fit, leading to a bilateral hernia. Wow. And I thought, I thought I had it bad. Yeah. Um, he also alleges that Patterson's mom, Daisha, 
was in on the prank at the Utah home and is seeking damages from her, too. <laughs> well, it's quite possible she could be. Damn. Pay up. Ah, let's see. This is a great list here. From pizzas to gold bars to medicinal cannabis, the world's most bizarre vending machines. <laughs> I could see the cannabis one, especially in Colorado. Frankfurt's main train station, there's a stone oven baked pizza vending machine that produces uh, margarita and salami treats in three minutes. <laughs> weird. That is weird. You would expect that in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver-based Chuck Verabloff has created a medicinal marijuana dispenser and sells cannabis-infused cookies. And keeps selling them and keeps selling them and keeps selling them. Shoppers caught in a downpour in St. Petersburg can visit the umbrella dispensing machine, uh, while those in Florida can buy bars of gold. From a vending machine? Called Gold to Go. (laughs) I thought it would call it... (laughs) You would think they would name it Gold Diggers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Those with expensive taste might also want to plan a trip to Beverly Hills, the home of the first touchscreen caviar vending machine. <laughs> How good could that <laughs> caviar possibly be? Uh, the Mubella ice cream system located in Phoenix, Arizona, produces delicious scoops of ice cream freshly made to order for each customer. I've actually heard of this. Interesting tech. <laughs> um, it's, it's actually... Uh, Liquid nitrogen blasted ice cream. Okay. Let's see that. The vending machine in New York that has put a stop to any makeup nightmares by installing a unit that is full of, of Smashbox, Tony and Guy, and Vaseline Beauty products. Hmm. Pass. A vending machine in Beijing, China, sells live, fresh crabs. Picture left. They're big crabs. Not small. Big. <laughs> While there used to be a lobster dispenser outside a restaurant in Las Vegas. <laughs> well, you just never know when you need a lobster. Inventors in Shanghai, China, have created the world's first beef noodle vending machine. That one I understand. Especially there. Mm-hmm. Train commuters in Germany can dispense about of boredom by purchasing a Lego toy at the Lego dispersion that station. That would be awesome. If I was taking like Amtrak every day up in and, the East and, Coast. And honestly, it, or, looks, uh, it, say, it looks like the best buy dispensers at the airport. Or Cal, uh, Caltrans over at the, you know, taking... Uh, the commuter rail in, in California. Mm-hmm. I would so be doing that. Londoners suffering from... Actually, we should tell Peter. <laughs> Londoners suffering from broken heels or ripped soles can dump their old pair of shoes and purchase some, some trainers um, from the Onestuga Tiger Machine in Carnaby Street. I don't think they would have shoes for your son or mine. Nope. Uh, if, 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 the, if the machine was closer to Scotland, I'd say yes. I'd say no. Even Scotland doesn't have as big feet as... Dude, my son, I now have to go and... Uh, I, the next pair of shoes are special order. Special Ed shoes coming up. Not special Ed <laughs> shoes. They're special order. He's he's going to be thir- you know, size 13. And it's just impossible. To, nobody well, yeah, nobody cares. How, that's how Jeremy was in football. Uh, just... Is, those cleats are going to be expensive. In order to feed its stray dogs and cat population, Istanbul used a vending machine. Animal lovers can slot in an empty plastic water bottle and it'll dispense food at the bottom of its strays. Okay, I give them cool points for that. What, for, for feeding your dog? Feeding strays. Okay. But also collecting the bottles and cans and stuff you know, oh, for recycling. Uh, California has the recycle bins everywhere. Well, that, that's a cool trade-off. I, I give them points on, on, on that one. And ironically, they have... 
like the uh, soda machine right next to them. So when you collect uh, 65 cents worth of redemption bottles, you can go and buy another one filled yep. with delicious carbonated soda. Uh, another note, there is excrement in almost every bush. Rude tourists slammed after using trail to picturesque mountain ledge as public toilet. Mmm. Pulpit rock visitors. I really hope, I really, really, really hope that he used pine needles to wipe. Pulpit rock visitors have been creating a mess on a trail leading to the cliff. Group says there's an unbearable stench on hot summer days. <laughs> cliff attracts 200,000 visitors a year, and there are no public toilets. Officials are hoping to install toilets for visitors by next summer. Lovely. About, no, what you need to do is just collect uh, nut uh, enthusiasts <laughs> and hand out those nut jars. And say, go in this. So you have your poo jar to go climb up and climb down. Now, this next report gives me mixed emotions. Oh, yeah? Ex-NFL cheerleader and Sports Illustrated model sets up charity to save animals and raises money by dancing in clubs. You know, if you've got an asset, you might as well use it. Yeah, hon, I'm going to a fundraiser. I'll be back in a couple of hours. <laughs> Don't mind the beer breath. It's a two-drink minimum. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, our, our single, our single uh, female listener will probably give me a little bit of shit about that one. <laughs> uh, <this> one. <laughs> Man updates his PC to Windows 10, only for his wife to find his entire porn collection transformed into a slideshow set on repeat. Nice. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Oh, because it goes directly into my pictures. His wife woke in the morning to find his porn collection as a screensaver. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. <laughs> Actually, I've been very hesitant to, to uh, go ahead and upgrade to Windows 10. Well, especially when you're doing drafting. I could see you without other people saying There's it's, no not, it's not going to crash. Well, I, I have to wait until the first, until the first uh, update yeah. at least. Because there's no way that they're going to have every driver ready. So, America, I hate you because Kim Kardashian published a book of all her selfies. America. Did we actually buy I them? love you because only 32,000 copies were sold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, you cannot hate America because she decided to publish all of her selfies. Yeah, that's that, true. That, except that, that, that as an idiot publisher. that America... The fact that America Get, rejected wholesale, but the but the fact that she's in the limelight at all. Um, actually, I, I'm still thinking that she's in the limelight because that's an artificial limelight. That's not that's not an organic grow. That's definitely true. And her sell by date is rapidly approaching. And uh, despite the flagging sales. The selfie book has already outsold, outsold Chris Jenner's cookbook and Kendall and Kylie's debut fiction novel. <laughs> well, well, what duh. You <laughs> what you need is Caitlin's fashion book. Uh, we can come up with wor wor worse <coughs> subject matters than that. Well, where do you go? Do you go the men's side or the women's side of the closet? Uh, he did, did say that nothing makes a woman look sexier than a man by her. <laughs> About a man in her. I didn't ask. Wait, 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 wait. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> that one might go down wrong. Might? <laughs> Just, might? Well, define wrong. I mean, there's really only one way to take that one. <laughs> in terms of Caitlin solo bias, you know, never mind. I don't know if I've got that, to that, that, that brings up even more disturbing images. 
I, I haven't gotten. Uh, I forgot to, to send myself a link on it, but I did read that on one of the Kardashian shows, uh, one of the girls was talking about "quote unquote" Caitlyn, and said, "Yeah, we still call him Bruce." So, if the kids call him Bruce, why is it offensive for me to call him Bruce? <laughs> well, it may be that they could name him Bruce. So, did you hear about uh, Kelly Osbourne's? Racist rant on the View. I've heard about it. I haven't heard it. Well, it was it was really um, a, a slip up, but it just screams the whole London, New York. <laughs> the uh, we don't understand anybody outside of the out of that culture. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to load it. <laughs> the problem with most of those people is that hey, they really don't they don't understand people. That are not that erudite. But for those that haven't heard it, because this isn't going to come up, they were talking about Donald Trump and what he'd said about um, being angry at illegal aliens and not, not want, allowing them to stay. And she was trying to, to come across with, you know, they're doing the jobs that Americans won't work. How it actually came out was, if you kick every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump? <laughs> um, how about other people? And as soon as she said that, Rosie Perez mumbled, oh, that's not, ooh, yeah. And it wasn't until they cut the commercial that she realized what she'd said, Oops. and she was backstage bawling over it. I would be, I would be bawling, but I'd be in, in tears, tears of laughter. laughter. Yeah. But, okay, I, I stepped in it. Own it. I'm there. That, it's me. <laughs> I'm not racist. I'm just drawn that way. The top lies men and women tell each other are exposed. Size doesn't matter. So what are the top ten lies women tell? Um, Number he, one. He's just a friend. Nothing's wrong. I'm fine. Uh, okay. Number, I've, I've gotten that one. Number two. Oh, this isn't new. I've had it for ages. Um, that one I've never been told because when we, I first got married, my wife... She never really ran a checkbook before. <laughs> and so she thought as long as there was checks in the checkbook, there was money in the account. <laughs> no, I swear. I swear there well, was this. I actually t- thought she was an intelligent woman at one, one point. <laughs> she she'd never been taught how to balance a checkbook, ever. <laughs> so the first three months, I'm like, where the hell is all the money pouring out from? Well, finally, I went and got all the statements and realized, okay, I'm taking the checkbook. <laughs> This does not mean that there's money in the, bound, in, the, in the account. Open up the register. That means there's money in the account. Or in our case, no money <laughs> in the account. And so we came to the conclusion that if it's over 50 bucks, we have to tell each other. Yeah. And we've actually never upped the ante on that. So whenever it's a 50 bucks, we just tell each other because we're in the habit of doing it. Yeah. So number three, it wasn't that expensive. <laughs> that one... <laughs> Again, first three months. Number four, it was on sale. <coughs> number five, <coughs> number five, I'm on my way. <coughs> number six, I don't know where it is. I haven't touched it. Number seven, I didn't have that much to drink. Number eight, cliche, I've got a headache. <laughs> Number nine, no, I didn't throw it away. <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually happened a lot in this, as in mom and dad. Yeah. Number 10, sorry, Mr. Call. <laughs> Number 10, lies men tell. 
No, your ass looks just fine in those jeans. One, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. <laughs> Number two, this will be my last drink. <laughs> Number three, no, your bump doesn't look like, big like, in that. that. Yeah, okay, I knew that was going to be in there. Number four, I had no signal. Number five, my battery died. Number six, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Call. Number seven, I didn't have that much to drink. Number eight, I'm on my way. Number nine, it wasn't that expensive. <clears throat> Number 10, I'm stuck in traffic. I've never actually lied to any of those. Well, except for the ass. Well, my, my, my whole thing is, you know, woman asked me, does this dress make me look fat? The dress? Mm. <laughs> actually, first time I got asked that, I went, let me ask you this. Do you want me to tell the truth or do you want me to lie? And Shane looks at me and goes, lie. You look fantastic. Ooh. <laughs> well. Well, just because a, a woman may have a large ass doesn't mean she doesn't look fantastic. No, no, no. no. It wasn't. No, it was. The question was, how do I look? And it was, uh, it was I can't remember. It was something like ash cloth and yeah. you know, sackcloth and ashes. And, but this was back when we were early on. Ah. You know, right after I'd been tortured by the ex-wife. So uh, another s- section of, selection of, of statements from the Whisper app. <laughs> uh, what is your obsession with Whisper now? I just find it fascinating. Um, and it's about w- right, women... Spock. Women who conf- confess uh, why they settled for their current partner. Okay. Okay. This one, I think, has the, the opportunity to be great. I'm selling for a guy that half ignores me, slash, it's, or slash sucks to be desperate. Wow. Yeah, there's, there's some ego issues. You know, lack of self-esteem issues with these. You think? Sometimes I think I'm settling for my boyfriend just because I know he won't leave me. I settled. For- uh, is that one from from Mama June? <laughs> Just asking. It's anonymous. Yeah, uh, I'm still willing to bet. I settled for my nice guy because the man I really love will never love me like he does. Put yourself into a triangle. Good job. Uh huh. I'm settling for a girl I can't stand because the woman I fell for will never give me the time of day. Now, why are you settling for a woman you can't stand? Find another woman that you like. <laughs> I'm selling for a guy I'm lukewarm about because I'm too old to find the one. I want a baby, and he'll be a good father. I've heard this one before, and that's not a great reason to be with him. You re- people, actually, I, I think that the biggest problem with uh, people wanting to find their true loves, they're afraid to actually tell them. Well, and they're also afraid, uh, you know, they think true love, and they don't think longevity. They're thinking, you know... You know, uh, Ron Williams' old bit, you're looking for Miss Wright or at least Miss Wright now. Yeah, but I, I still think that communication goes a lot longer than most people give. You yep. give it credit. I feel like I settled for what was available when I got married instead of holding out for what I wanted. Um, Your own fault. You know what? <laughs> I, know, I know people think that, but we have a cousin who actually held out for what he wanted and had to settle because he ran out of options. He was running out of options. But then again, who he ended up selling for actually turns out to be a very awesome woman. Oh, no. Don't get me wrong. It's just he was looking for a 10. He found a 9.5 and was upset that he didn't find the 10. Yeah. I don't think my husband is attractive, but I know emotionally he's good for me, so I settled. Mm. 
I love my husband so much that I feel like I settled with the first guy who asked. I deserve more than this. Um, that doesn't mean you love your husband that so much. <laughs> yeah, you got screwed up definitions there. I fear I'm settling for him because on paper he's everything I always thought I wanted. I know a few. Actually, I know a lot of couples like that. Just follow and, you know, your but, heart. Well, here's the thing is, like I said, I think if you're in a relationship and you're, you, say you're, in, you're married, you can actually make the marriage better if you work at it. Yep. But I don't think anybody's willing to put in that kind of effort anymore. Well, I don't say anybody, but a, I'd, say, a I'd, I'd say 90% of the people because, that, you know, when they say, oh, by the way, the, um, when they, you know, you're talking about divorce rates, actually divorce rates aren't as high as they actually, you know, that, that they've been saying. Yeah. I've divorce rates that. are actually one quarter of the population, not half. And uh, it turns out that the people that are getting divorced are unwilling to put in the effort to maintain and grow a relationship. I feel like I'm selling because my boyfriend doesn't make a lot of money and I'm not able to see or do the things I want in life. And I'm willing to bet you're like 24. <laughs> of course he's not making the money yet. You're okay. 24. No, she wanted to find the, uh, the, playboy. the, the obligatory uh, you know, 38-year-old millionaire or at least well on his way to be. That and put, that and just play. Ghost, that puts ghost pepper chili in, <laughs> in, into his guard's food. Nice. I feel as if I might be selling for my boyfriend. I think I convinced myself that if I'm not with him, I'll be alone forever. Yeah. There, is, there is a population because guys are not, we're, we're, we're simple creatures. I know women think that we're deep. We're not. <laughs> we really aren't. All we want is, we want, we're basically puppies. We want to be petted. We want to be played with. We want to be loved and snuggled and then fed. <laughs> really? That's what we want. And <laughs> told we're to shit. Yeah, basically. You know, you know, and sometimes spanked when we don't shit in the right place. So to speak. Stop rubbing my nose in it. <laughs> I don't need to know. I, I don't need to peer into the, your bedroom there. Kimble. I'm so afraid of ending up alone that I'm settling for a mediocre relationship that I don't think I want. Then, then walk away. Yeah, then walk away. Find somebody else. Quick. I feel like I settled with my current boyfriend. He's comfortable. And I love him. But I'm not in love with him. Well, you can work your way into into. If you being want in to love. be in love, you can be in love. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I settled for my boyfriend. Like I couldn't do any better than him. I feel like that makes me a terrible person. I just so don't want to be alone anymore. I ever wanted. <laughs> You're not perfect. Da, 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 da. That's actually what you need to be playing in the background of this. Yeah, too late though. <laughs> Drug user stripped naked in battle New York cops as weaponized marijuana gives him superhuman strength amid warnings <laughs> it is sweeping the city. <laughs> yeah, I what think, is it? Like marijuana list with LSD? <coughs> heroin. Yeah, okay, I'll say that. Oh, you'll love this one. Joe Jackson, 87, suffered stroke after taking three Viagras in Brazil. And while he was having his life saved in hospital, he ordered the party to go on. You know, he really is a prince among men. Oh, yeah. I mean, squander that, squander that gloved he, one he, money. He had a heart attack from too much Viagra? Yeah, three pills. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> did he 
did he have to call the doctor after four hours? Or? <laughs> I think that the, the party goers called when he dropped and uh, unconscious. But uh, amazingly, he was still stiff. <laughs> Hashtag Florida. The gift that keeps on giving. Florida family murdered with a hammer in ritualistic Wiccan killing planned to coincide with the blue moon. Nice. In Pensacola. Pensacola actually is an anomaly in Florida. It really should be Alabama South. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all of the panhandle, really. It should be just Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi South. Now, we don't talk a lot about ISIS on this show because this is a comedy show. But I got to do this one. Why is ISIS funny? ISIS releases bizarre jihad holiday brochure for cheap packages dealing deals to Islamic State promoting swimming, farmers markets, and beekeeping. <laughs> how would that how would that radio commercial go? <laughs> Come get your buzz on. <laughs> beekeeping. <laughs> You don't even know how to respond to that one. I, 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 well, I, I'm censoring myself. <laughs> I just, well, you're afraid of Al Jazeera? Jazeera. So um, in the last week and a half, Relativity Media has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Which media? Relativity Media. Okay. And the investors have been behind them oh, all. Oh, this is, this is uh, Universal NBC... Sony? No. Because I saw that... They've done, they've done promotion deals together, but this is a, okay. a private media company. And the guy behind it, his name is Ryan Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Oh, right. And he Kavanaugh. came out in Hollywood Reporter and, get, and broke... His, I saw this. And gave his version of what's been happening. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's just like, a, according to him, a bunch of the investors that used to work for... That used to be Goldman Sachs bankers that got fired when right. everything went to hell. All that is pull their money out? No, they um, one guy found a way... To be able to force debt load and, and hopes to be able to buy the, the company, force a buy, buy out of the company for a million dollars and turn around and sell, or a billion dollars and turn and around. break it up and sell. No, turn around and sell for two billion to I other see. conglomerates. Okay. And did anticipate um, Ryan reacting with a Chapter 11. Oh. Oh. And to, oh. to save his company. Oh. Uh, it's, it's, it, it, oh. And I'm sure it's one of those where someone... That's a, that actually, I think that's a pissing match. Well, I'm sure part, you know, some of what's said here is real. Some of what's said on the other side is real. In the end, it's just a big old bitch match. I think it's a, I think it's a pissing match now at this point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Chapter 11, uh, he's probably... I think he was actually honest going, I got to save the company. We got to stop the bleeding. We're going to Chapter 11. We'll reorganize our debt. And that's totally what it is. And even what... And, 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 from a filmmaking standpoint, it's actually quite fascinating. Oh, it happens all the time. Well, he, you know, he says that when a film comes out, they list all the debts up front. Right. But the money is, uh, from what a film brings in, yeah, you get a big burst up front with the help, that you hope offsets all your cost of production. But the real money comes in over 10 to 15 years. Yeah, with, with uh, DVD and, and, exactly. uh, and TV. And- in fact, a lot of what Relativity has done, rather than pushing real hard on movie release and spending $70 million for 5 and $10 tickets... <laughs> They do a minimal movie release and put all their energy into DVD sales and and which um, would explain the paid the, TV and free TV. That would no actually explain the uh, the disturbing trend of a six week to eight week run uh-huh. and DVD two weeks later. That's exactly what it is, and I because, hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Th- that way, he's not wasting money on a seventy million dollar release. He's spending twenty million for the release. That's true. 
I mean, it, it, and on paper, it actually makes a lot more sense. I can see that, especially with, uh, well, I don't know that I would want that with indie films, but uh, I understand why indie films go that route. Well, you, you, you do an indie film, you take it to a... To a, a mass to distributor. A, no, a film festival. Okay. Hope to uh, mass distributor sees it and offers you a deal, and you take whatever deal they give you. Well, I understand that, but there's even still there's indie films out there that um, be, indie makers that uh, they've already made, them, made their name, but they want to remain independent, so they yeah. do the low-budget indie film but already have the dist- distributor ready. And if you can have a relationship and have that set up, that just saves that much stress. It makes it that much easier to get investment in it. That's film. how most of Vince Vaughn's comedies actually are, are done. Hmm. He doesn't use studio. He, yeah. he does it self, uh, self-production with a distributor, usually through Universal well, or and Sony. That, and, and you know, that's how Adam Sandler does his and does his release through Sony. Yeah. And they haven't learned yet that that means that he's gonna make, they're going to make dick on the release. <laughs> uh, Sad but true. Well... <laughs> And Sandler needs to reinvent himself. He needs to come up with some more shtick. In fact, the not shtick. He needs to come. Uh, he needs to come up with a new route of comedy. Well, and, and quite honestly, the the best stuff that's been coming out of his studio the last bunch of years, like the last four years, is stuff that he's not in. He's involved with production, but it's not his. And movie. the same thing with, oh, uh, uh, what's his name, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is a one trick pony. Yeah. Every now and then he comes out with something original, but well, it's like, when, it's like when every, he, every fourth show. When he's a supporting character, he's great. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic in the other guys. Uh, the other guys, old school, yep. where he's the minor character. Yep. Yeah. I can, I can watch old school because it's not him. It's uh, the uh, Wilson kid. Yep. Uh, not Owen Wilson. No, yeah. Luke. Luke, Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. Uh, Who I think should get a lot more lead roles because he's fantastic. <laughs> Especially with the the very beginning of that film just cracks me up with the wife that has the couple in there. Oh, yeah. And then no, the, so. the guy shows up there. I'm here for the orgy. And this guy looks like Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> oh. Actually, it looks more like me. Fat and... No, it was a skinny guy oh. with, with curly hair. Was it? Yeah. No. It was a little Jewish kid. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Maybe I was just fantasizing. Hey, don't want to know. But I think with that, we will call it a night. This has been our longest one yet. We do apologize for that because you listened to it. What are we at, three hours now? Two and a half. Uh, that's actually not our longest. Yeah, it is. Uh, really good. I thought I saw 135 minutes on one of them recently. No, this is, this is our longest one so far. Oh, okay. And if anybody wants to dispute that, feel free to go through all of them <laughs> again and again. <laughs> and share with your friends. Do share us on uh, Facebook. The more shares, the better. And uh, let us know. And do trend us with uh, hashtag Florida, the gift that keeps on giving. And remember, don't go to Full Fisted. Uh, don't, don't email Full Fisted at Happy Valley Speakeasy. Use pod people. Pod people at happyvalleyspeakeasy.com. I'm Ouch. S- what the well, hell just What happened? did you do? I had a song queued up, ready to go, and <laughs> my, my, I, oh, my, my jack popped out. Oh, that sounds right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a family show. Put that away. When that happened. Yeah. And it d- screwed up the cue. Wrong song. Man, this is just you. jacked up. I had this ready to go and everything. I promise. <laughs> you just had a bro job. <laughs> sorry about that. Actually, this is better. This is definitely better than what you had before. Yeah. This is what I intended. Not all.